Oh, well, well, welcome to the show. You look fantastic. Thanks. I didn't know we we're cosplaying every episode now. I would have dressed way different last week for we trans. We haven't cosplayed Have you guys done an any yet? cosplay? No. When's the limo coming by to pick you up? <laughs> as soon as the Jelly Roll Man is done with oh, us. Jelly <laughs> Roll Man. Um, He'll never be done with us. Yeah, so so these these are a drink I made up. So Mike started nice. bringing themed drinks. It started with just him saying like, "Oh, this album makes me feel like drinking a whatever." Yeah, and then it it morphed into him really his bartender side started popping out quite a bit. <laughs> nice. Like last last week we had the royal pineapples. Yeah, yeah I heard you guys talking about it. They were delicious. Got, yeah, and uh, so I thought this week I would make some shocking pinks. Awesome! So they we got, look amazing. They're yeah, perfect. they really look good. Yeah, they do. So, so we got some absolute good. grapefruit absolute. Nice. Uh, a little bit of triple sec club soda. Absolutely. Uh, but there's no pink yet. Oh yeah, I got some uh, just some frozen berries in there, right? Beautiful. It's still not pink until you add a little Florida's natural strawberry lemonade. Beautiful. Oh, good. We need the vitamin C. So yep. now it's pink, but it's not shockingly pink yet, and that's why you add a little strawberry syrup. A- syrup? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You've had a few already. Strawberry huh? scissorp you add to oh, it. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> little DM. Yeah. But uh, these are for you boys to wow, enjoy. Wow, I am. Beautiful. Yeah, Thank you, right in Yeah. yeah. yeah let's, let's they go really good with a Whopper, Mike. Let's yeah. shock it I had up. to get a Whopper. I, you know, this, this album made me crave the good old American cheeseburger. Oh, thank you. Did you go into Burger King demanding an Italian sub? <laughs> I said, you don't have an Italian grinder? Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Right? Oh, this is nice. I, got, I, got, I wish it was like 90 degrees out right I know. now. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. It's very summer. It's mm. very nice, though. I um, like it a lot. And I don't know if we said this, but the reason we commented on Russ is because he is wearing a full-on... Oh yeah, a suit from the 1950s. Very rockabilly look going. Yeah, pink handkerchief. I, did, I yep. wanted to have a full pink suit, but I couldn't. I That's thought tough. I thought of dressing up today, so I just grabbed I what I had. <laughs> I just grabbed what I had. Dude, I have a purple you, suit. But do you? Yeah. Dude, nice. you look like you look like you're in the Rat Pack. You do. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the best I could. That was the closest I could get. I know, like. Or you're going to a prom. Yeah, probably that. Probably closer to that. <laughs> you going out with a high school girl, Russ? You oh. think? <laughs> Russ shows up at a prom. <laughs> date six. I am dating someone that's way younger than me. And can I tell you what she said today? Because we were driving and listening to the album, listening to everybody's rock. You make your girlfriend listen to Neil Young. Oh, my wife would not. Sometimes. <laughs> but listen, this is what she said today. We were listening to the album, and she says, "This doesn't sound like it would be Neil Young." Dot mm-hmm. dot dot. I like it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, there you go. Harsh. I don't like that. She liked it though. She digs I'm the not... she digs the like rockabilly. But her dad is like an amazing piano player, and he okay. plays a lot of like ragtime. Oh, okay. A lot of you know this more of this style. But he also plays a lot of classical piano too. Mm. But she like digs this sound. So so she probably she thinks likes after album. the Gold Rush sucks, but this is like his best album. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's even heard after. Well, the see, Gold Rush. actually, she has. She downloaded because when when I started doing this podcast, she downloaded it. And I think she likes After the Gold Rush oh, okay. for the most part. Yeah. But you know, there's that one person out there that was like, you know, this is Neil's best album. Yeah. This is the best thing he's ever done. Russ Never Sleeps sucks. There's got to be the somebody. Best. Yeah. There's got to be some like old school rockabilly dude who's just like lives and dies by, you know, yeah. this kind of rock and roll. That's the, my, my, one of my favorite parts of this is that Geffen rejected old ways 
And he rejected sense. old ways and said, "Go make." He was like, "No, I want a rock and roll album." So right. Neil was like, you "Okay, want rock you want and rock and roll? I'll give you rock and roll." Son this, of a bitch. It, it does. It, so after last week, when we listened to Trans over and over again, and I started this, at first I'm like, "Yeah, I like this," and by the end of the album, it really is hard to not think that Neil's fucking with you here. This this album to me, especially like as I was reading, I like this album. First oh, I of like all. it a lot. I, I yeah. like it too. Yeah, I like sec- it better than Hawks and Doves. But- I like it less than Trans. <laughs> oh, no. are you serious? Someone, and you didn't it's like Trans? I, I just what the hell is wrong with you? I'm sorry. I th- uh, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. What were you saying? You're well, like everybody when those albums came out, Luke. I, a little bit. <laughs> you need to be a better Neil Young fan. <laughs> the thing about this album. And especially after you do a little research, is this is just a gleeful middle finger? Yeah, that's mm. all this album yeah. is. is gle- he's just like a gleeful I, middle finger. I like that. Yeah, it's a big pink like, middle finger. That's it exactly is. what it is. He's just like big he's pink. Like, oh, you don't want old ways? Well, fuck you. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of gleeful pink middle fingers, I did bring. Uh, I bought some pink Himalayan salt and red wine vinegar chips. Wow, go we're really going, going for it. Going I feel yeah. bad. There's a theme I, here. Yeah. Russ dressed up. You made yeah. the drinks and brought the pink potato chips. I feel like Laco's aura is pink. Too. Thank you. Know you. I mean? I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. It's a little shoes all in black. I can show really you is. a pink part of my body if you guys would like to see that. Your taint. It's very pink. Shocking taints. I, am, I don't think I've ever seen my taint. Oh. And on that note, can we play the intro? Yeah. Please. Awesome. <laughs> Shock, did you see the shocking taints? Yeah. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass. Mike Shoe and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Lenoise. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long, may you young. All I have to say to start this episode is Goodly do, isn't it? Tweedly dee. It's several different versions. <laughs> That's why I wanted to start the whole episode with oh, hello, hello. oh, uh, there Twiddly it is. <laughs> Luke already has. Tweedly dee, Scoodly do. Wow, the second one was that wow. the third one? Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, the second Tweedly dee, he puts it all out there. Cousin, um. Oh yeah, there it is. There because it is. In, in 1957, saying that is the same thing as saying "cunt." Oh. He said "Tweedly D" in that song. I'm calling the cops. My children aren't listening to someone Tweedly Ding over to black music. Yeah. Hey man, why were you so rude to her? Because she was a big fucking. Oh, oh my god! You're not supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to Long May You Young, what the, do you think the this is? version. <laughs> yeah. um, my name is Mike Chu. We're here with Lu- uh, Luke Condon, Russ Condon from the Bandtown Meeting, and Locko returns. Woo! You remember Locko from the uh, blowing out the mic right the, off the, the top, gra- right off the top. The gracious youngster. Oh, the gracious uh, youngster from the uh, Zuma episode. You, y'all, you all know him as the voice of the titty bird. Oh, the, that's right, the titty bird voice. The Nicole- ah! Oh my. <laughs> There it is. I, and, I, uh, I haven't done the voice. It bothered me how you wound up for that. Like yeah. you really. He like, like he like went back. He had a, a mo- minute like, to get it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. 
You got to warm. He's, he's got to warm up, man. He's got red leather, yellow leather, <laughs> pink, pink, pink leather, pink leather, pink yeah, leather? pinky Tuscadero. Really, me. It's gonna be a lot of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. apologetic. Because there's really not a lot else on this album. No, and, uh, tonight that's it. we're we're covering Neil Young and the Shocking Pinks. Everybody's rocking. Can I ex- album? Almost EP. Can I explain my statement from earlier about why I said I hate I hate this more than trans? And again, I if Neil's fucking with everyone here, which I really do think he is, then I actually respect it. And I have no problem if he's like, I want to make a rockabilly album because we know he loves this kind of music. Like he's yeah. got a huge fondness for oh yeah for these guys. And uh, but to me, the, at least with trans, you have the backstory of his son that no one knew at the time. There's like a little bit of a difference between certain songs, and it's like at least kind of there's a an interesting element to it. This to right, me, right? It's a, trans is interesting. Yes, interesting. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. You may hate it, but at least it's not yeah. dull. There's yeah. like a scholarly way you can look at it, right? And just be like, oh, he's talking about it. I mean, you guys did it a little in your episode, and, and yeah. the first time I heard it, I knew the the story about his son, so I was like, oh, okay. I get it. This isn't really what I would expect from a Neil Young album. If I was like in high school and I was really into Neil Young and that album came oh, out, I would have been pissed. I would have been wicked pissed. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of people were. Yeah, a lot but of people this were one just... didn't it get. They say this got the worst reviews of any Neil Young album. I think. I yeah, read. I think this one this was one? worse than Trans to a lot of people. Yeah, really. Yeah. The, um, there was. I don't know if I wrote it down. There was an audio magazine. That said, this was the worst sounding CD of 1983. There were CDs in 1983. Yeah. Oh. What do you know? <laughs> Tweedledee. What do you know? Yeah. Well, maybe no. Maybe that article didn't come out then. But yeah. Ugh. I think it's, it's just fun. I think it's a fun album. And I, that's yeah, what, I, I love it. Yeah. I, do you do you not enjoy it when you listen to it? I enjoy if it was three. It's the same thing with trans. If if this if there was a. Three songs of this. Yeah. I would enjoy those three songs. Like, if he threw these three songs on something else, it's the fact... It's also his... Isn't this his shortest album? It's like yeah. 25 yeah. minutes. It's only like yeah. 24 or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 It's, so at least there's that, but it's just every <laughs> single song is exactly the same. Yeah. Pa- Paola, mm-hmm. I appreciate the writing. And are all these covers except for like one no. or two? There, no, four, four out of the ten are covers. Yeah. Yeah, right. okay. But... Like Paola's, like it's interesting, but it's just the same fucking right. song as all the yeah, other. Yeah, but well, that's what it was at the time. What do you for, mean for what he's for for what he's paying tribute to? I mean, most of that shit sounded just like this. Well, not all of it. I mean, Little Richard didn't sound like this. Not even like yeah. the early Elvis sounded like this. You know, until later on. Well, I think you know the if you listen to the Sun Records Elvis, it wasn't like this at all. It was a lot more raw. You know, Jerry Lee Lewis never fucking sounded like this. That's not true. No, he never. Jerry Lee Lewis was way more mm. raw and lively than the stuff on this album. And he, you know, obviously he loves, he loves all those guys. Yeah. You know, but if you listen to the artist Ronnie Self, who was like the Jerry Lee Lewis of Canada. Okay. You can hear all those elements in here and there. The saxophone. The backup singers and Neil was a huge, huge Ronnie Self fan. I'm sure he heard heard him all the time when he was growing up. Um, so I, that's you know that's where I think he got a lot of the 
I like the, the saxophone the on this album. I think the sax saxophone is Ben Keith, baby. Is, ben is it Ben on the yeah. sax? BK. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, and Ben is also credited with lead guitar. Yeah, he plays a lot of lead on this. I yeah. did know that. He got that nils. Ben Keith got nils because yeah. uh, <laughs> Neil was in the studio. goes, I need someone playing lead guitar who sounds like they don't know how to play lead guitar. And he looked at Ben and Ben went, all right. Because <laughs> that's me. <laughs> so, we get, so even nils Ben. For crying out loud. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think that choice is a little weird to me. I feel like the, there could have been more guitar on this album. Yes. Like, that's something I that totally I'm like, agree. yeah. I Instead, just, you get harmonica. Right. Which And the saxophone, I which I enjoy. I think sounds a little out of place. Well, you, yeah. get, you get a lot of, like, backup vocal and piano. I think right. the, the backup vocals, the Redwood City Boys, are the heroes on this album. Because at least they make. Are it they all the shuala wala wala? Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. I like that. I mean, for what it is, it's very well done. It's just not my cup of pink. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's not your shocking pink cocktail. <laughs> no, no. When I listened to it today, I was thinking I was like, you know, because I had read basically Geffen pulled the time away from him that he was making this album. They like pulled the plug on his studio time, right? Well, yeah, that's one of the things that kind of got him to settle with Geffen is that they stopped. They said, we're not going to pay for any more studio time. And now, the whole Geffen thing with this album is, is pretty wild. It started, it's super it started wild, like yeah. right after this album. Well, Geffen kind of, you know, he, he recorded some stuff for old ways and then he recorded some of this stuff and he put it together and gave it to Geffen. That was going to be the album, kind of a mix like, of old like ways in this. Yeah, like his albums oh, that usually are. They're kind of like a mix, you know? So there was yeah. a mix of country and some of this rockabilly stuff. And they said, uh, it's too country. And Neil got so angry, according to Elliot Roberts, he smashed the telephone. Oh, my gosh. And he said, you know, what the fuck do those people know about anything? And then they came back and they said, we want an album that's more rock and roll. And he said, oh, rock and roll. You want rock and roll? I got rock and roll <laughs> for you. My, here's right? my shocking yeah. pink. Yeah, here, here I want to read a quote at uh, off the top, just because I think this is one of the reasons why I actually am learning to really appreciate these albums, mm -hmm. and I think this quote does a good job at sort of, kind of summing it up. And here, this I'll read this. Young explained the inspiration for the album in 1995, saying that there was very little depth to the material. Obviously, <laughs> they were all surface songs, but see, there was a time when music was like that. When all pop stars were like that, and it was yeah. good music, really good music. Plus, it was a way of further destroying what I had already set up. Without doing that, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. If I build something up, I have to systematically tear it down uh, right before people decide, oh, that's how we can define him. He also, oops, he also said of his rockabilly persona, <laughs> I was that guy for a year and a half, almost like being in a movie. Yeah. And I he think that quote... To, that makes me yeah. love these albums because your Neil Young that, impression, by the way, is getting a little too accurate. It's almost <laughs> like you're studying him a little bit. Like I mean, towards the end, you kind of became you kind of became him. him. Like <laughs> it felt pretty real. It, did, I, it I, felt I a little too real to me. Can you uh, can you just say scoodly do? <laughs> scoodly do. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Scoodly <laughs> Scoodly dee. Um, <laughs> Jesus fuck. Um, well, he, sorry, um, I'm yelling at the microphone. I'm, based, I'm Neil uh, Younging right now. <laughs> he said in an interview with uh, the uh, music writer Nick tape? Kent that um, he he again he took a character for this album and he based this character on one of his uncles mm. who apparently in the '50s was like a real rocker guy. He had the whole hair and the suit and everything like that, and so he just took on this persona. 
yeah. of this guy leading the shocking pinks. He said it was similar to like another what he did persona, with, right? With tonight, tonight, or tonight's the night, and stuff like that. <laughs> and you know this, and what you said about him, like just systematically tearing it down. Yeah, he did that with Harvest. That was like the first time he did that. Yeah, yeah, but these it's just four records. Oh yeah, I he's, mean he's he's like there, I I he's I, just, I challenge yeah. anyone to find another artist that has like this back to back albums like this that are so like if you listen from trans into this into old it's, ways yeah, yeah then into landing on water well landing on no, water I don't think anyone has ever done that something like that yeah. ever it wasn't landing and on it's water not a good thing I don't feel I, like. see <laughs> see listen I think it is because that's what makes Neil right. Young Neil Young it's, I, it's I, a we good, would it's I a good honestly idea. don't think this podcast yeah. would exist if it wasn't for this little era yeah, for right. Neil Young no I yeah agree. because yeah, if it wasn't for Neil this Young, is this why this exist. is why like diehard Neil fans are the way we are is because he does shit like this. No, oh, I agree with that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. When you say diehard Neil fans, do you mean fans of putting Neil Young in place of Bruce Willis in the movie Die Hard, or do you just mean like hardcore Neil Young fans? A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. That Good, is... because I'm both of those. <laughs> yippee ki yay motherfucker. That's a great idea. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would watch that movie. How you doing down there, pal? <laughs> just eating Twinkies, Neil. <laughs> I would pay to see him walk on glass. I don't think he would handle it as well. Ow. Ow. This fucking hurts. <laughs> so stupid. Someone I have get... your detonators, Hans. <laughs> <laughs> Booby. Oh, he didn't say Booby. No, that was the other yeah. guy. Right. I've been in this air duct for like fucking three hours. <laughs> uh, come on out to the coast. He's just Have yelling. a few laughs. You just cut to like the, the big room where Hans Gruber's like got, got everybody tied up or whatever. And he's <laughs> in the vents. You just hear like, what the fuck? And you know, yeah, he's, like, he's in the vents with his hat and his fringe vest on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's got the? his harmonica. His, his, his uh, what do you call it? <laughs> oh yeah, he's got his little harmonica holder. The holder, and, and he's just blowing something in there. Great comedy when that thing clinks up to the side oh of the bed. Yeah. This sucks, oh, yeah. but I'll be back with a vengeance. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why that's why we love Neil because oh for sure yeah and yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm not disagreeing that it's not great yeah no I, it's I not like good a lot what? of them aren't good. Yeah. But they're fucking Neil, man. I, I actually like these albums. And that's what, what makes bo- Neil what Neil. What bothers me is he did four in a row. I can just imagine being a fan at that time. Like Geffen aside, yeah. obviously Geffen was pissed. Yeah. But being a fan at this time, you're yeah. like, what the hell? Like, I guess I'm just never going to like this well, guy this, again. Like, at at this point, he when this album came out and it tanked, yeah, it didn't even crack the top forty. And same thing in Europe, where Neil's like even bigger. Yeah, like people were like, "We just we're done with you." Mm, and they're yeah. like, "Neil, Neil fell off. He he's lost it. He's lost touch with everything." Yeah. And so this is when he actually started having financial problems because then the problems with Geffen not letting him record. Right. You know, he's still doing the stuff with his son. You know, there's a lot of money, and then the Lionel Train thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so he's like, he's like selling cars at this point. He's like he's he's at that point really? where he's getting like rid he's, of things, yeah. yeah, he's getting rid of things and he's selling them because he's actually hitting and the it was the trans tour that hit him the hardest because he wanted this whole big production and he went over to Europe and he lost tons and t- like millions of dollars. Yeah. And so that's why he came back afterwards and did a solo tour because he could get 5 million dollars for doing a solo tour just by himself. Yep. And stuff, but like this is the album that really hurt him with the fans. Yeah. yeah. Not just the record company, but at this point the fans we're, yeah. like, we're tired of being tested. I kind of get it. You know, 
Yeah, me I too. I, I agree with you, Russ. Like, yeah. in, in retrospect, knowing now he's, you know, totally come back and made great records. Well, right. right. We kind of... that track record. We have that luxury. I was going to say, we have the luxury to be, you know, I'm younger, yeah. obviously, and yeah. I also... Now we're doing this podcast. So right. I have... I can, I, I, I can see this whole scope of the time and the way he did it and... It's I like you said, Luke. We have a luxury to be able to look back and see what he was doing and who he is, and you know, just. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah I, I imagine if I was whatever age at that time, and I, I grew up with him and like was following him, I'd be like, Jesus. Well, Christ. I was a teen- yeah. I was a teenager, and yeah. I was just getting into him. Oh, okay, so and, what was that like? And what that you- was it was it was confusing. Yeah, because I bet. the first my first yeah. big taste of Neil, where I really started to appreciate him was everybody knows this is nowhere. Right. And then I bought tonight's so this the night came, and then this live came out rust. In, this came out in 83, 83 right? Right. Yeah. So you would have been, like, I was like a freshman or sophomore in high school. Oh yeah. So you were like prime, you know, and I was, it was still like, wow, Neil's great. I just discovered this yeah. guy, you know? And it was like, I was listening to heavy metal yeah. and like punk rock, but here was this, like this guy that was just like making yeah. this music. I could, actually feel right yeah. but yeah. i could not feel this i couldn't feel trans like yeah trans i, I came don't out, blame you for that yeah trans came out like when i first started getting into him okay and i remember them playing that version of mr soul on on the radio and going what happened to this yeah, yeah. why did they do this to this yeah. to this fucking song yeah you know but yeah and so a lot weird. of people were doing that but they went through trans but this was the album where they were like we're done yeah, yeah. and then the video he had a video for wondering on mtv i love that video it's such a great video <laughs> I right i love it dude. it's good but but a, like a 14 year old me either. is like going this is lame yeah, you know, oh, I yeah see, sure i want to see like the fucking loud ass yeah. fucking distorted neil young yeah or yeah something, you know. <laughs> to just take, yeah. to take two weird left turns and they're yeah. not even like this has nothing to do with trans yeah. sonically. Yeah. Like oh, it would have no, been one thing insanely, if he made trans and then yeah. he was like, no, let me really figure out how to do right. this electronic yeah. thing right. right. Think he, about, he took think, another total yeah. left turn think and you're about, just like, yeah, what? But, would you, but imagine if Neil kept up with the electronic thing. I kind of, yeah, that would be like, awful. Yeah, right? I was listening to trans today and I was thinking about that. I was like, there's another world where he made like four more of these. Well, Laco, let me ask you because normally... This place is an iron gate. We don't let any guests come in unless oh, we really vet them. That's not true. You let Josh Dolan just walk in here. That's <laughs> Josh Dolan has a flat ass. <laughs> don't say that on the air. Okay, uh, now, you know what? I'm, I'm going to beep that. <laughs> I'm privileged. No, but I'm so, feel honored. So say, you, you say Josh Dolan. Today. No, instead, make it say Josh Dolan has a flat ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. Yes, yeah. do that. Okay. Well, and I'm paraphrasing here, but you said... Dude, I have to come in for everybody's rocking. Yeah, dude. And I was like, no. And then you said, I'll bring dip. And I said, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, a really good dip. Yeah, thank you. are welcome. But why this album in particular? Like, you specifically said this okay. album. When I was on for Zuma, I was like, the one that I want to come back for is everybody's rocking. Oh, even back the, then? Yeah, I think I might have even said it on the I think I, I, thought I, re- on the I think I remember you saying that. But yeah. that day, I definitely said it. Because, but I don't blame you for forgetting. The I love this album. I think it's such a like I said, it's the gleeful middle finger. I think it's the okay. most punk rock thing he did. Really? It's yeah. It because like if you heard it come out, I'm not saying the music is punk rock. I'm saying the action of doing it right. yeah. in yeah. the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like when you hear the story that he made, he made trans, which was a personal experimental record. Yeah. And think what you want about it, right? Sure. But then he goes and he makes Old Ways, which, with a little perspective, Old Ways is a pretty, 
typical Neil Young album. A little more yeah. country, but like sure. they should have accepted that. Right. But then when they told him we're not going to put out old ways, this is like the most fucking Neil moment. They say we want a rock album, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna make a rockabilly record. You, <laughs> yes. right. I'm gonna give you want rock and roll. I'll give you the origin <laughs> yeah. of rock and, and roll. I, I wouldn't even call it rockabilly. It's yeah. more like kind of like that, you know. No, do, yeah. it's, it's doo like a doo-wop, yeah, doo-wop yeah. rhythm yeah. and blues kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 some rockabilly, Buddy Holly, it, like so, yeah, all this stuff. You know, yeah. but. That's a rockabilly. That's a, that's the fuck you. In fact, yeah. that meant fuck you in 1959. Dude, that's fucking. You're right. That is rock and roll. So Didn't was, ACDC do that? And uh, yeah, a bunch yeah, of their bon songs. Bon Scott did that a lot and well. <laughs> I'm on a highway to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so that, the I feel like somewhere and somewhere in here you have to put that scene from The Office where Andy or where Jim hides Andy's phone. And oh, it does in the, the ceiling. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it plays the rock and Robin. The, no, you know what I want to do now is I just want to put out a bunch of like fucking metal songs and just sneak Tweedly D's in there. Oh yeah, or like Judas Priest. Just, or you got another thing coming, Tweedly Doo. Yeah. Just fucking yeah. Slayer. Yeah. You know. Just You're leaving piece by piece. Every genre, like every yeah. genre, or even even like go even a little more modern. It's not modern now, but just like you hear like oh wah, tweedly doo. Oh my god! Just <laughs> <laughs> dreaming, going Scooby Doo. You gotta fight, bam bam for your right. Tweedly doo. Jesus. But I just think he had so much. He must have had so much All fun right. recording this, and I was I wanted to come well, have fun. I wanted well, to come have fun. according to Elliot Mazer, who produced Harvest. Yeah, um, and this and this, it took him about two hours. Oh, well, yeah. he already had yeah, some songs. Yeah, you had said that, but I didn't yeah. find that. I he already he already had some. That. It was in shaky. He already had oh, some okay. songs recorded, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Mystery Train was already recorded. Really, and a couple okay. other ones, and those are the ones he stuck together with some of the old way stuff and that okay. what he handed into Geffen. So he already had a couple of songs ready to go. Uh-huh. And then he just kind of took the old ways, the core of the old ways band, which was like Ben Keith and Tim Drummond. Mm-hmm. And I think the what was the drummer's name? Kirk uh, something. Carl Himmel. Kirk, Kirk Hammett. Kirk Hammett. Oh, right. Yeah. Never heard of him. <laughs> Where's he from? Sleep with one eye open. And and then he said, "Fine, we'll just make this fucking rock and roll album." And he got the idea from like one of his old friends. He he was doing this solo tour, and he passed out backstage because he was burned and he was exhausted. So he canceled that. And they took off on the evening coconut, him and a, and a, and a couple of his friends, which yeah. is his, one of his yachts. Yeah. And one of his friends from back in Canada was like, remember those old Alan Freed shows yeah. that he used to tour with? And yeah. God, I saw Chuck Berry there and everything like that. And Neil like got really excited about it. So he went and he recorded some of this to put on his Old Ways album. Okay. And so that got him into this. Got it. And then when they rejected Old Ways... He was like, well, fuck, yeah. He was like, the big fuck you. And then yeah. Elliot Mazur also brought up that at that time, the Stray Cats were hitting pretty big. Yeah, that's true. They had, this they is right had around that time. Stray yeah. Cats strut and Rock This Town. Yeah. You know, and they were really taking off at that time. Yeah. He goes, you know what? The Rockabilly thing's coming back, too. So yeah. that kind of that kind of like, uh, you know, that pushed him a little Well, we talked about that, that in, in, the, in the trans episode, how that whole 50s thing right. was coming back in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you see it like it, like we were talking about with Back to the Future too. So yeah, it was it was a weird. What's the, the 80s? In there? I don't get uh-huh. that. 
What's that? <laughs> Dweedly do. There's oh my God. Whoa, not bad. Everybody, it's rocking. Dweedly D. Dweedly D. Your deal is now rocking. Betty Lou too. God, Luke. <laughs> you did freak. I had the first one good time. one. You had one good one. And then you just went. I wanted to say Betty Lou's shoes are now drying. Yeah. What? They're Betty now Luke's? drying? Yeah, yeah, it's from Back to the Future. Come on. Oh, yeah, sorry. Excuse me. I, I you get a pass. No, I'm not going to see it. I should have watched don't. it. No, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm old. I got freshes. Uh, fre- fresh. Yeah, these are good <laughs> drinks. <laughs> These are very good drinks. Keep Freshest, that recipe. I, I remember that movie. That was a good movie. Freshest. Freshest. From the novel by Fatshire. <laughs> it was about a girl who was raised on organic and macrobiotic food. Yes. Yeah. Freshest. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that written by... Farm to Table. Yes. And, then, and everyone made fun of her about it, and her mother was horrible. Was that make, written by Long Tall Sally or, fat fan, or Short <laughs> Fat Fanny? Short Fat Fanny. <laughs> she always had Mentos. <laughs> Sorry, that's bad. Um... <laughs> it's a little bit of a reach. Sorry. So a little, I we didn't do any social media stuff. There was no new oh, reviews yeah. on iTunes, but I just I wanted to this because only because I just saw this now. Did you see the thing? Uh, one of the original youngsters, Adam Morin, who was in uh, the band R- with Russ, uh, Reader Remember, who has uh, oh, yeah. an album coming out this this weekend. Uh, but uh, Adam Morin, did you see the thing he posted with the ornament idea? No, no, I didn't. No. I didn't see that. We talked about making a titty bird ornament. Oh my it. god, oh, man! Oh <laughs> my that. god, that's. Did he make G- one? Yeah, like he, really? That's, no, he didn't. No, he, oh. It was photoshopped. I'm oh, okay. positive. That, but. That's wrong. Can Only I see in the it? sense where it should be at the top of the tree, <laughs> like instead of the star. Right, the titty bird at the top. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's Look at that. It's fucking yeah, great, that's awesome. Adam. That's perfect. Freshly. Well done. Yeah, we should post that. Yeah, yeah that's I looked beautiful. at the website today too. That's <laughs> oh, whoever genius. whoever yeah. made that. Is there wow. any more on it? Yeah. I haven't looked I at it. It's, it's the, the same as what week. you guys okay. covered last week, okay. and it's, okay. it's awesome. I'm worried that someone's going to start putting Nazi shit up. Well, there, and then yeah, gonna, there's always that. they're going to connect it to us. That's what I worry about. <laughs> don't put the idea in their head. Sorry, I, I don't think the person who created it would do it, but someone could hack into it and say, "Fuck these guys who hated everybody's rocking." I'm going to show them, and I, then they're going to put a picture of Hitler with a pompadour on there. And, so it's yeah. it's not John yeah. Locke. He said, I wish I could take credit for this, but the last time I made a webpage was with GeoCities back in the late 90s. <laughs> I love that they latched on. I was on more of an Angel Fireman myself, but <laughs> yeah. Geo, Ge, I was GeoCities, for sure. I love that they latched on to the idea of the whalebone comb. Yeah, That's just... It's great. How did that thing. come up? I'm so curious as to who this is, though. The Wait. whalebone comb? Yeah. How it was. About how it they... was on the beach. So it was somewhere in that era. Yeah, and because we were we talking about, about it on Zuma, but we talked about how they, as a team, kill the whales. Yeah. in the episode that I right. Heard. Okay, I remember that. Okay, yeah, because we. Were, I think it was. We, I think right. we were somehow talking about it. Maybe because we were. Um, I think it had something to do with Rusty Kershaw and uh, the. The whole Crosby coming in. Oh, yeah. Well, Rusty Kershaw laughed at David Crosby. Right. Something like that. And he said, who the fuck? Is, oh, no. He said, who the fuck is Stephen Stills? But yeah, we were, yeah said, but somehow we were talking about Stills and Crosby and right. just how they have a history of kind of trying to step on people. And, yeah. And Welcome then, to Long May You Young, the podcast where we remember when we told the jokes that we told. <laughs> yeah. That's why there barely. needs to be a Long where May we You f- Youngopedia. <laughs> where we fail at yeah. trying to remember. <laughs> barely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was something like that. Okay. We were just we got to talking yeah. about them and how they're douches, and then 
I think I said something about his mustache, and we went on a on a whalebone comb tirade. Yeah, man. To Crosby's credit, he did uh, apologize for his Eddie Van Halen tweet that he he had. didn't mean it though. Fuck you him. don't think so? Fuck him and his mustache. <laughs> Crosby's I, Crosby, I give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, Stills, I don't. I like Crosby, but he he's on Twitter just like wreaking havoc all the time. Which oh yeah, good for him. He's an old. I mean, like who cares? The, you know, like God bless him. Yeah, <laughs> one of the birds. He's not the president. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can do that. Right. We have you have any more social media? No, there stuff? really wasn't much. This I got week. some stuff from Twitter. One from uh, the guy who does Performance Anxiety, the uh, podcast, which is also on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Nice. Just like we are, he is a he's a big uh, listener, and we appreciate that. Uh, he said, "I'm sure you've gotten this a lot, but DeLoreans aren't seamless; they're stainless." Remember, uh, I asked, "Aren't the DeLoreans oh, yeah. the one with the seamless body?" Yeah. No, Unlike Neil, I don't think any of us are car guys. Yeah, I'm not. I think that's where we all differentiate yeah. from Neil. I drive a minivan. Yeah, I drive a, a CR. I got a Rav. <laughs> My Ford Fusion is falling. Yeah, Fusion. <laughs> and then uh, Mangle, oh, Mangod Law Pod. I think that's how you say it. Mangalapod? Mangalapod. I don't want to be a part of that. See, it's already happening. I knew this would happen. What the fuck? <laughs> said, uh, I'm listening. Oh, he just put these lyrics up there. I'm listening to Neil Young. I got to turn up the sound. Someone's always yelling. Turn him down. Apparently, that's from a Bob Dylan song. Yeah. Is it? You that know what sound, song that no, is? No, I don't, but it sounds familiar. I didn't know Bob Dylan like included Neil in a song. I know that that a... they're friends and stuff. And... Wait, he sang about Neil Young? I, I just remember the end of it being that song but i can't remember that's what he said here it's a bob dylan song yeah okay yeah he sang about neil young in the song sweet home alabama that he wrote and sold to leonard skinner Uh that was originally a dylan tune (laughs) this is really good song i'm gonna show this to some friends if you don't mind sweet home alabama (laughs) when the skies are so blue i hope neil young will remember skiddly-doo I, oh, that's what that Dylan. That's what Dylan lacked in his yeah. music is is, is the some tweedly tweedly doos. Doos. Yeah, yeah, he needs some. Tweedly. And he was like a student of the fifties. He loved yeah. that stuff too. And totally. he never, you know, never he never gave credit to the people who who you know inspired him. We that's disappointing. Not enough tweedly do. Yeah, a yeah. little more tweedly d's in your music. Yeah, Bob, Bob was Bob was a. Yeah, see? just like that. Learn huh? from the master, Bob. Yeah, that's right. Neil's throwing out tweedly doos and tweedly dees, and Neil, and Bob's like, I tweedly don't. <laughs> Actually, Bob Dylan did. <laughs> I tweedly. There's won't. a Bob Dylan story about this album. So apparently, right? yeah, he he was calling. He wanted um, what's his name again? Carl Himmel to play drums for oh, him yeah. on some album, and he was actually recording this album. Uh-huh. And so he called his house, and his wife answered the phone, and uh, and his wife said, Oh, he's um. He's working with Neil Young. Oh, is like, this another Bob trying to steal Neil's band? Well, no, not really. <laughs> okay. And he was like, he's like, oh, what are they doing? And she's like, oh, they're they're doing some kind of rockabilly album. And, and he went, that figures. <laughs> 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 Which is like, you know, yeah. fucking. That's basically him saying, fucking Neil, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, from the Neil Young subreddit. Uh, from the uh, trans episode, uh, Walk Like a Giant says, worth noting that this episode dropped on October 21st. Oh. Anyone? Weird. Anyone? I don't. That's forget. the day that uh, the music Marty died. went back in time. Oh, shit. Yeah. On October 21st. That's Back to the Future Day. But not, but it, it was a day, it was two years off. But yeah. Oh, was it? 
Marty was 85, right? Oh, 85. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, between trans being futuristic Wait, sounding album. Did, hold on, start read that again. Maybe I'm No, he's just saying that Does the, someone the have epi- a question. The episode dropped. the episode for trans dropped on Back to the Future Day. Oh the episode. Oh, the not episode. The, I not thought that was the like, album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Between trans being a futuristic sounding album, cover art that features a DeLorean, Russ doing the jacket voice, and Neil being time traveling vampire. <laughs> We've got ourselves some kind of conspiracy here, youngsters. Yeah, yeah I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, this conspiracy I can buy into. I love it. And then Dan Moshpit checks in. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Dan Moshpit. I think that we should. I think whoever's in charge of the website should add and ask the jacket. Oh know, yeah, like ask the jacket. Or maybe section. make a, no. That's too much. Or work maybe for have me. a place where they can send in a request for things the jacket to say. Yeah. That'd be you cool know, for the holidays. As long as they there you go. As long as they send us money on whatever the right, yeah. thing is. Charge them like five bucks yeah. a line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. That's right. I keep uh, forgetting we have that Kofi thing. Oh, that's right. You should, you should involve the jacket voice with Kofi. Yeah. yeah. We've also sort of kind of started to promise people merch, which I guess we should. We got to do it. We just got. We'll figure it out. Oh yeah. boy. Go ahead. I want to hear um, from fucking Dan Moss. Dan fucking Moss Prince. Great episode, dude. Great episode, dude. Skiddly do. It fogged up my old place. Skiddly D. Scootly do, bitch. Skiddly do. Skiddly do. Skiddly do, bitch. <laughs> I was waiting for this it's one because Terry Terry. Now that's what he's doing. You can run, but you can't mosh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, was, he was waiting for the trans episode because it's so uh, divisive. Um, in my opinion, this is his best work in the 80s. Yes, wow. even what? better than Freedom. Tr- uh, mosh bit? Dan? Dan, Dan Mosh bit. So. Th- when was, uh, was uh, Resistor? That was Reactor? Reactor, Reactor not Resistor. I think Jesus. that was, might have been 80, right? Reactor was, I think it was. It yeah, was right 19, before Trans. Right up, at 1980. Yeah. I gotta look that up. Yeah, it is, because Live Rust was 79. Reactor yeah. was 81. 81. Okay. Yeah. So I strongly disagree with Dan um, Moshpit. Mm. Let's see. I haven't uh, listened careful, to Luke, you oh, my trick Careful, to dude. He said, my trick to really digging this album... He's Sorry, talking he's trans. talking about Trans, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is to carry the way... Um, is to take Neil Young's name off it completely. We talked about this. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't carry the weight of his former decade of dominance in the 70s. But I'm a big fan of a lot of New Wave stuff, Joy Division, New Order, Cabaret Voltaire. Oh, okay. oh my. Right. Dude, I, I think Dan Moshpit might wear eyeliner. I fuck with Dan Moshpit. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. I like uh, it. When I found out Neil tried to tackle the genre, I was on board from the get-go. It's definitely not a perfect album by any means, but I'd say about half this album is top-notch shit in my book. Anyways, you guys keep it up. Listen, I'm all I'm all for Dan Moshpit wearing eyeliner as long as he doesn't um, tuck and then go in the mirror and say, "I'm fine." <laughs> or he definitely does. He's gonna call in oh. and be like, "Was she a great big fat person?" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it puts the skiddly do in the basket where the skiddly do. It puts the skiddly do in the basket where it tweedly does. Skiddly do, doctor. <laughs> Was she, a, was she a great big short fat fanny? Was she, was she a short oh. fat fanny or a, a run around suit? I fucking love Ben Keith playing saxophone. I fucking love Ben Keith. Oh. I'd fuck Ben Keith. I'd fuck Ben Keith hard. Do you think I'm with him there. You think Dan enjoys this album with some fava beans and a nice Keanu? I blew out the thing. Hey, it wasn't me. I didn't blow it. Relax, Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back. <laughs> oh, and Body Master. 
Yeah. Thank who's one of our, who's we one go of from our, Dan Moshpit to fucking oil, oiled up Body Master. Is this um, on Reddit? This is Reddit? Yeah, this is Reddit. Body Master is one of our many Irish listeners. Okay. Apparently we have a few guys over in Ireland listening. Hell yeah. And he said, Neil opened up with a 15-minute version of Like an Inca last year in Kilkenny. Hmm. I didn't hear. I didn't know the song, but loved it right away. I've heard a live version of like I was listening trans. I haven't listened to since I don't know. Long Wait, who time. killed Kenny? Come on, Sorry. you're Irish. How dare you? Yeah. Like an Inca. I've heard versions of that that are awesome. Live. Oh, I bet. Yeah, because when I was listening song. to it, I was I like, I know this song. song, but this is not what I'm used to. Yeah. like the whole time I was like hearing it, and I can't remember where I heard the live version. Maybe live. That's Could possible. be live, yeah. <laughs> last year, though, I wonder if it was just him. Because last year, I think he toured just solo, right? No, he toured with um, the Nils Crazy Horse. Did last he? year? Or was, yeah. I thought that was a couple years ago. No, oh, he, no. I'm he, thinking of 28. We saw him in yeah, 2018. Yeah, we didn't see him last year. We, we saw, saw him, him yeah. like a Did couple, he come to Boston? A couple years. Yeah. Colorado? Really? No, before, Col- so. right before Colorado. Okay, got yeah. Um, it was fucking great. It was we just saw, went. Yeah, we saw him with Promise of the Real. That was like five years ago, maybe. Yeah. And then we saw him solo. Yeah. We Both saw him, shows were We saw him right around the amazing. Monsanto uh, years album, I think. For Promise of the Real. Yeah. yeah. No, was it Earth or? I don't remember. I haven't yeah, seen him matter. since 2013. Can I just say, I love Earth. Have you guys listened to that album? Not, Not in a while, while. but yeah, you. I have listened to it. When he sticks the freaking <laughs> titty bird sound in the middle of tunes, like, <laughs> like in the middle of a song. It's so fucking awesome, man. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. Sorry. All right. oh, and then uh, lastly, from the uh, Neil Young subreddit from uh, Bob Deneen, more than anything, I just want to know what Jay Carruth thinks of Luke's shit analogy <laughs> from the trans episode. Oh, I would love. Oh, I the, would love oh the uh, corn in the corn, corn maze shit. Maze. Yeah, dude, that had me. La- <laughs> that, I was laughing when I was listening to that. That was that shit was hilarious. Story. I believe you. <clears throat> thank believe you, Bob Deneen. We thank everybody for uh, you know. You can follow us on uh, Instagram at. Long yeah, I didn't Maybe have Young. any really any nothing on new Instagram. Instagram stuff. No. Really. Trans was well, a... there's going to be a great picture of you and your friggin' yeah. your prom outfit up there pretty soon. Probably yeah. yeah. Post it right Send now. me that. But um, someone did tag, uh, someone tagged Particle Kid, in in our post. And part, part particle, particle, particle is that the son of Particle Man. No, particle you know who man. you know what the son is. Who he's the son of is he's one of Willie Nelson's son. He's a uh, he's um oh really yeah Wyatt I think. Um, so sorry, what? not Wyatt. Micah Nelson. I mostly only know Lucas. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! So wait, Micah Nelson. Micah Nelson. Yeah, yeah. So what? Did, yeah. What happened? He here? is in Promise of the Real. He so, tagged. Or no, you ta- someone, someone tagged, tagged him, him to did like say, check us respond? out. No, he hasn't. Okay. Yeah, or I want, he did, and he's like, Ugh. yeah, because I think hey. he was doing a documentary. It was Handy Snacks tagged Particle Kid. Thanks, Andy Snacks. I think he, Micah Nelson is working on some kind of documentary about trans and the trans tour. Oh, that would make sense why they would tag him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Particle Kid, Mike and Nelson, even though I got your name wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I mostly know your brother. You probably get that a lot. Oh, oh that's not good. <laughs> is there a... Fi- don't, well, yeah. everybody knows Lucas Nelson. Oh, rude. I know Micah. Micah's my favorite. You're full of <laughs> shit. The, uh, Eat listen. your chip, titty yeah, come bird. Come from the guy double, like, double fisting the dip over <laughs> here. Listen, listen. Both the gracious youngster Laco loves you, Micah. Listen, in Bands with Brothers, the Lukes or the Lucases, they just get yeah, all the shut attention. The I don't know what to tell you. It's just a thing. Can I just give uh, Laco extra points for the trick of the tail Genesis shirt? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know that. Represent me over here. I listen, know. Do yourself a favor. Genesis song. Take some... a big, deep bong hit and listen to that album. It's fucking amazing. Phil Collins sucks. First... Phil Collins 
was awesome in Genesis. Phil Collins is only good in Trailer Park Boys. Listen, <laughs> that's Philadelphia Collins. <laughs> trick, of, trick of the Tail <laughs> and Duke. Those two records. Really? really? You think Duke? Yeah. Oh, I like. Duke. Oh, we got to do yeah. a, We got to do a Genesis you podcast. Make it, yeah, well, you should do it. The I only... think only side two of Duke is any worth anything. Sure. I see what you're saying. Yeah. There, Duke was when they started to veer off the cliff. Well, that's when they found out the formula. Yeah. And that Phil could actually write the fucking songs that yeah. bought them their mansions. He could yeah. do the fake mode. The only thing. other uh, Instagram thing that happened was um, someone uh, on Instagram, Happy Jacks, I think the person's name is Pauline, was asking about my Black Lives Matter shirt, but I got it at a restaurant. She wanted to know where, but... I can't help her with that because I got it at a restaurant. I didn't get it online. You can't so. even say the restaurant? It was the Friendly Toast. Oh, oh in Portsmouth? Uh, in, like, near Manch, Manchester. There's one in Manchester, right? Yeah. That's a great that. place. Well, it's like, or it's, Port- it's like Bedford or something. It's, like, really close to Manchester. The one in Kendall closed. But from what I understand, what I understand, the, I mean, I bought the shirt because they were giving money to the movement. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, they're a great place. Yeah. Yeah. But Excellent. that was the only other um, Instagram thing. Other than that, what yeah, we didn't I, have much else. No, that's all I had from Reddit and, and Twitter. Yeah, not a lot. I to be honest, this album fatigued me more than I thought it would, and I think so. That, like my online interaction was a little. Everybody's rocking. Yeah, it made you tired. Trans made me angry. Twenty two minutes, Luke. This one made me tired. <laughs> and I do check your stamina. I will point. The, listen, right? listen. In Breath of the Wild, I got three bars of stamina. Okay, I'm playing it again. I'm playing it again. Oh yeah, it's a great game. Uh. I will say that the thing that's interesting about this episode to me, when we first started this podcast, I was the guy, and I'm, I'll admit it, I was the every album is my favorite album guy, and that became literally a drinking game for us. And now I've, I've, been, pretty, I've been pretty honest about my thoughts on the, these albums. And I'm nev- I'll never take away take from... Take a breath. Catch your, catch your breath. I'm yawning is what's <laughs> happening. It's going to come back, man. Well, I know that I know. for sure. He's <laughs> like, you just, just fucking stop and breathe. Everybody's bad. rocking, man. Everybody's breathing. Everybody's not Everybody's breathing. breathing. Everybody's yawning. Just barely, though. That's my, that's my take I'm on this. I'm psyched for this album. Everybody's I'm yawning. Fucking, oh, I love it. I love this album, yeah, man. That's I dressed why I'm here. up and everything. That's why I'm here. I figured you'd be losing steam. I was like, let me get in there. I love it. I'm going to do this. That's why I'm here. That's I cleaned here. up for this album. That's Check out this here. sweatshirt that I got today. What is it? No one can see this on the podcast. It's a gym. Shonen. Oh. What do we got? It says, a world without black music. Is no world for me. Oh, there nice. I yeah. dig that. Yeah. yeah. That's why you wanted to come on, it, on this episode? No, but we were talking about it. So I Neil in the height of his Reagan mania. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> Appropriating yeah. black music. I know. It's interesting <laughs> time. One of the articles I was reading about this was talking about how he went into this, like, period where he was difficult politically, difficult mm. musically. Yeah, that difficult, was, that was like, the old way. That was around this same time. Yeah. Yeah, he started And his personal right. life was, you know, hard because of what he was going through with his sons, you know, which yeah. is not a, like, negative thing. It's just he was having a hard time. This yeah. So it, you think about it. I was thinking about it. I was like, in terms of this is weird and everybody's going to be like, oh, shut up. But like Kanye, like right now, it's like, you know, we used to love Kanye. And now yeah. all of a sudden he's just like in this time where it's like, what the flup are you doing? And the albums he's putting out, people are just like, yeah, what? And I, I don't know if Kanye is ever going to come out of it, but I, it made me wonder he will. about that. He yeah. also released, in my opinion, the best album of the two, from 2000 to 2010. 
with What's my it? beautiful dark twisted oh, fantasy. Oh yeah, sure. It's, it's, unreal. It's yeah. unmatchable in my opinion. Yeah. So kind of like Neil, I think he is allowed to have a yeah. Do his we- it, that comparison actually just like clicked with me a little bit. Exactly. It, they're know. they're on that level of genius, and then they get to this point in their career, right, where they've done it all. Yeah. And they kind of are just like personally going off the rails a little bit and you know and it's half like i just want to try this it's half fuck you it's half it's right. like all these different things yeah. kind of culminating yeah no i i get that yeah i don't it's not an exact comparison no obviously, of course not. but yeah. but i was thinking about it today yeah no that's you like that sweatshirt? i do yeah. like that sweatshirt yeah, the world without black music blog. is no world for me and i mean that that definitely ties to this album too which it is weird that he was in his reagan era at this time and then he does like a rockabilly album because and especially with all the payola stuff too, because that a lot of that time was, a lot of it was fucking over black musicians. Yeah, and I and mean, you yeah. wouldn't have you wouldn't have this style of music. You wouldn't have any music without without the black community. You right. wouldn't have it without black musicians. Yeah, that's what really, yeah. Russ? Yeah, really. You wouldn't have polka. <laughs> you listen. Yeah. I know we're trying so hard to get Weird Al on, but you're really. <laughs> You're really just grasping at anything. Help us get Weird Al. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think Weird Al would agree. I think Weird Al would agree. Weird Al has made money off the backs of great black artists. The other day I had something has. about no, Weird Al that I well, was coming into today. And he I was did like, White I'm Nerdy, right? This. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. One of his greatest. He's the best. <laughs> He's the best. I'll give, Russ, I'll give you $5 right now if you can tell me the character John Candy, the polka character he played in Home Alone. Oh, the oh, name of him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh. I know that. You might know his me. songs, Poca Poca Poca. Sheboygan Poca. Oh, man. That's killing know, man. me. It's, that's it's killing me because that's yeah. such a great that's character. That's a great scene. It's that, something like, like Yaminski or something. Yeah. Like, and they're yeah. in the You're back of the U Haul. Yeah. Like, that's oh, from uh, his SCTV days. Him and Eugene Levy had a Poca duo. What were they? The Something Brothers or something like Oh. That's killing me, Russ. What was it? Luke. It's, oh, yeah. Luke, Luke, sorry. Luke. Oh, it's I, a great drink. <laughs> he great corrects drink himself, but way. he says, Lauk. Lauk. Listen. <laughs> says, lust. Oh, sorry, sorry. Not lust. Lust. Hey, Lust. <laughs> hey, Lust. Tell me what that You're was. You're precious. <laughs> yeah. uh, you want to be really annoyed? I don't know either. I just said, I Oh, you son of a shit. Oh, that's awful. You You're the worst asshole. person in the world, dude. <laughs> All right. You guys want to get into this album? Yeah, let's yeah, get into it. It's 25 minutes. Let's take a quick break. I'll pour more. I'll pour more. Yeah, pour more of those, and we're going to let's watch the Wandering video. I want you guys to see that. I want It's really, it's it's well done. All right. Yeah, I love it. Quick break. Pour ourselves some drinks. We'll be right back. Can you excuse us for a second? Can I see you for a second, please? Excuse us. No, but here in your, you got a little bit of a dilemma there. We got a crisis ourselves. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. Gus Polinski. How are you? That was you close. Were so close. Poker King of the Midwest. Poker King. <laughs> of the Midwest. The, the Kenosha Kickers. The Kenosha Kickers. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like oh. she's supposed to know every That's time okay. he says I something you might new. Anyways. That's um, okay. I had a few hits a few years ago. Uh, years that's ago. why, I, you know, just polka, 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 polka. No? <laughs> Twin Lakes polka, Damavuji polka, a.k.a. Kiss Me polka, polka twist. These are songs. <laughs> These are songs. That's yeah, so that's good. Fairly big hits that's for probably us, Neil Young Saturday, talking to someone. <laughs> talking to yeah, David Geffen. Yeah, everybody's rocking. Yeah. <laughs> Betty Lou. Boy, Computer Trans, Rage. <laughs> You know. Oh, these are songs. Computer Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Our flight was canceled. Right. Like an Inca. So drive, so I see the guy in the yellow jacket over there by the budget sign? He's going to rent us tonight. We got it. That is so great. Yeah. There 
I was close, man. You were very close. Here we go. Woohoo! I already Pretty forgot his name. Gus Polinski. I can mosh to this. <laughs> Betty Lou got a new pair of Oakleys. That's right. That's fine. That's okay. good. So that's one of the four covers. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's got a great beat. Written by Bobby Freeman. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a fun song. It's all the way on the nose, hokey. That's like yeah. the first one that I'm like, which that's he, what he's at going least he's for. Not, at yeah. least he didn't trans us, where it's like he starts it one way right. and then goes right. into something else. Yeah, you where know it's totally. Yeah. yeah, at least he's yeah. like, guess what? It's all this. He's talking that's about right. the, the infamous trans sandwich that he tried yeah. to make. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I also do like that you get that you you're, you get Ben on a sax right away too. Yeah, yeah. Because I think BK plays that sax really yeah. tasty, dude. I, I think, love me some BK. Maybe. I think it's good to set the, like this is a good choice to set the tone for yeah. the album because it's a yeah. cover. Sure, it's a classic. It was a yeah. hit back then. Yeah, he's got the the old timey reverb down. Oh, he yeah. went to great lengths, I guess, to recreate the sound. But he recorded this album in a fucked up way. At this time, he started really getting into digital recording, which was brand new at this time. So he sold like all his analog stuff. It's weird because he, he's like anti that. Well, now, this is why of. he got into it. And, yeah. and, and like, this would have been the album to be analog on. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. This is where you'd want to use like two track yeah. tape yeah, you know, that's or something. Killer. But so he called it Digitube Recording. So he took digital recorders he bought from Sony for like $200,000 and he recorded the music but then sent it through an old tube console. Hmm. So you weren't getting the full digital recording. You were like recording the music digitally, but it was huh. going through a tube console. Interesting. And yeah. so, because he was just obsessed with the digital recording stuff. And the drummer, I keep forgetting his name, Carl Himmel. It was Gus Polinski. It was Gus Polinski. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't Polin- Side note, wasn't Polinski the name of the uh, the... The auto parts king of Chicago oh, from yeah. Tommy Boy. Uh, was that Polinski? I make car parts for the American working man. Now, that's, that's who I am. And that's who I, I am. care about. Right. It was Ray. Was it? It was Polanski. Was it, was it Polanski? Polanski? I think it was Polanski. Oh, okay. All right. No, that's Roman Polanski. Sorry, I digress. Guy. Yeah. If it's Polish, it's something like that. Yeah. Real nice, Russ. Now hey, I gotta play that clip. We're, Real nice. We're also racism. Polish. Yeah. Rears you, you hate head. the poles and old people. That's what we learned about Russ the That's past true. couple episodes. Those fucking Polacks. Oh my god. Oh wow, dude. <laughs> we're Polish. We're yeah. Allowed. We are oh, also I Polish. Oh, oh well, I got Polish realize. in me too. We're so. mix and oh, I and don't. We're except Polish. for the sausages that I have. That's the little kielbasa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I put those in. Yeah, the Condons are basically just Irish and Polish. Yeah. There's not We're really anything perfect else. Perfect combo. Yeah. You may know uh, some of our relatives Polish, Polish, Polish. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Great Lakes Polish. The Polish Irish twist. The Irish, yeah. The yeah. Polish. Yeah. AKA Kiss Me Polish. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah. So, we recorded this in a fucked up way, and the drummer was like, this sounds horrible. In fact, like most of the guys in the band were questioning the sound of this album. They understood what he was going for, but they didn't think he got it. What he got was like this flat, what they called it, like a flat sound. That That's what every review, like I read, said that it was flat. It wasn't like the performances weren't 
as wild as these old records. Like right. they didn't have the life of that. Exactly. Yeah. I it, it's not the read that I got on, but I got this. You know, I don't know, out of high school, like in a discount bin at Newberry or you something guys like hear- that. So I wasn't like comparing it to old yeah. records. Right. I didn't think about that yeah. at the time. You guys want to hear? Me do another Neil kind of responding to those critiques. Okay. This was another Neil quote. Young himself expressed fondness for the album, comparing it favorably to his acclaimed 1975 album, Tonight's the Night. Yeah, I read that. Yet also acknowledging the truth of some of its harsher criticisms. So basically what you guys are referring to. He said, what am I, stupid? Mm -hmm. Did people really think I put that out Mm -hmm. thinking it was the greatest fucking thing I've ever recorded? Obviously I'm aware it's not. We'll see. Yes, Tweedly D. So let me get this. This is the same interview, too. This is that Nick Ken interview. And so he said, this is just as good as tonight's the night. This is obviously not the greatest. Do you think I think this is the greatest thing ever put out? Obviously not. Right. Neil's fucking with us. Yeah. I I mean, I I think he's just he's just fuck because this is the fuck you album for Geffen. This is this one. So he's going to go all over the place. Infinitely more than trans to me. And I think that's why it's but also I think that it's why it bugs me because, yeah, it's fuck you to Geffen. But it's like, dude, your fans are got millions of fans who like. But also like in in typical Neil fashion, I feel like he still finds a way to make it personal to him. He loves these artists that he's covering, yeah. he loves this style. So it's also like he, it's his opportunity to say fuck you and also to do something maybe he wouldn't just do on his own if yeah. not given the opportunity to flip off the guy paying him $7 well, million dollars or I whatever. I don't want to, I mean, sorry to do this, but I want to read another quote because it ties into what you're saying now. This one was from um, Elliot Roberts. Uh what does he know about Neil? Was asked why Young had changed <laughs> changed labels. Amateur. So this was in reference to him going to Geffen and the whole debacle. He said, I did have a much larger offer from RCA, about $4 million more. David Geffen and I used to be partners, and David has worked with Neil for a very long time. He totally relates to Neil as an artist and has no preconceived notions about Neil. He knows that he's capable of doing anything at any point at any time. He will have the freedom to practice his art as he sees it, as opposed to when you make a deal where someone is paying you one to two million an album, you feel obligated to give them commercial music that can sell large numbers of, that they can sell large numbers of. Neil's not concerned with selling large numbers of his records. He's concerned with making records that he's pleased with. Unfortunately, they are not always commercial from the record company's point of view. David Geffen relates to that. He knows Neil may do a country album, and then he may do an electric album, because there's no rhyme or reason with Neil. It's what he's moved by. Yeah, I read this too. I read that too, but Which but he still weird but he still got super pissed at Neil and sued him. Exactly. D- Which makes Geffen no sense. didn't write that. I know Elliot, Elliot wrote Roberts. That. I understand that. Yeah. But so, so, so what he's saying Elliot is Roberts not is coming true. to his defense. He's coming to Geffen. Neil's no, Geffen's no, defense. No, no, he's no, not. He he's saying he's saying that Geffen should have known. Well, but he no, said, that's what he was saying about. Geffen, when Neil signed with Geffen yeah, and right. not the RCA thing. He said that before these all that came, came out. Oh, all so that came back Geff- around. To so he didn't know to- that Geffen was going to be upset. Right. Well, okay. Yes. okay. And Geffen was partially upset because he gave Neil a deal for a million dollars an album, mm-hmm. but yeah. he also gave that same deal to Stevie Wonder and, and Elton, Elton John. Yeah, you were saying that in the last episode. Yeah. yeah, so all those albums, that all these giant artists, they flopped and he lost a ton of money. And then another problem is David Geffen took it personally. Right. He was like, I know Neil's got another harvest in him, and he's just holding it back to make me look bad. And he thought that same thing about Elton John. Like, Elton John's got another Goodbye Yellow Brick Road in him, but he's he's not recording it on purpose just to fuck with me and take my money. Yeah, but that's money. what you get when you 
give <clears throat> someone a deal and give them full creative freedom. Right, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you, yeah. you sign these guys on because you love them and you love who they are and what they do, not because of one record they made. You, ha- you sign them on because they're yeah. artists and, and like Elliot Roberts just said in that thing, they with a guy like Neil especially they're gonna he's gonna do what he's moved by. But that's and the thing. he was moved by you want rock and roll fuck you here's rock and roll right well, yeah. yeah he was and moved also by like Geffen you said Luke there is a bit word. of there is a bit of he really loves this style and yeah. he loves these artists and well I think I and think, I think he's having fun with it I think I think he I think he was being true to himself on trans and he was being true to himself on old ways in a way he's being true to himself here but I think at this point. He was fed up. Yeah. So he's being true to himself in that he's like, fuck you. I'm going to do a style of music that I love, but yeah. that I'm not good at and that you don't want. You yeah. know, like he knew right. what he well, was you doing. Well, you also did say that he had recorded a couple of these vibes anyway before all that shit, right? He did a couple of this style for old ways. Yeah. yeah Some of these were already. Yeah. So it's not right. like we're it's fully. Down. It's not like a full right. fuck you. Yes. Where it's like right. from scratch, I'm gonna do a yeah. 50s some of this stuff was gonna do old ways, right? Right. Yeah. So that's right. what I'm saying. It's not like he right. wasn't planning to do at least some, yeah. you know, dip his toes in this a little bit. Right. Hey Dave, why are you geffing so upset? <laughs> Twiddly do. <laughs> Should we move on to raining in my heart then? Anything else? Did you want to talk about the guy who wrote the song a little or not really? Uh, Bobby Freeman. I uh, I don't I didn't look up Bobby Freeman very much, but I can. Um, Who was Betty Lou? I don't know. Is she, yeah, is she dead or what, or did they or did the Undertaker is. want to kill her or something? That was yeah. Weird. The lyrics are a bit weird. Bobby Freeman she got some new shoes. Bobby okay. Freeman is a is an African American yeah. uh, rock soul R and B singer songwriter. So he's another one of these black artists that probably got fucked over by Paola. Probably, I bet, and that's probably why Neil starts the album with a Bobby Freeman song. That makes a lot of sense. Is it like it, back then? Even in the 80s, is it like it is now where if you cover a song, you get zero money? Or back then, I feel like it was different back then. Well, the, I, the whole thing with no. Alan Freed was he, he got you stardom. He did get you well, stardom, no, but well, the thing was he took, all, he took pretty much all well, writing No, hold credits. on. I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about Paola yet. I'm, oh. I'm talking about like, like if we did a Neil Young cover and we put on an album, yeah. we wouldn't make any money off no. of that. Right. No. But back then, people just did that. Was there what? What were the laws? Yeah, no, there were there were still publishing back then. Right. Really? And that's how Al, like what Russ was saying. That's yeah, how Alan th- th- Freed. Yeah, that's how yeah. it ties so in. Like, like Maybelline oh, okay. by Chuck Berry. Okay. Yeah. Ma- Chuck Berry writes this amazing song. Yeah. Alan Freed says, "Well, you know what? I'll play your song on the radio. I'll get it put out on a record, and mm-hmm. I'll I'll get you on one of my big rock and roll tours. You put my name in the songwriting credits. I get a cut of your publishing. Oh, and by the way." There's this guy who sells cars in Cleveland. I want you to put his name on there also. Right. Yeah. Because uh, I want so, him to get so, so I can like get for, a car. Right. So let, I'm going to assume I could do more research and find out exactly, but this this black artist Bobby Freeman, which Neil is covering in this in with Betty Lou. Freeman. I bet you Alan Freed is probably listed as a songwriter as well. Because there's probably Maybe. some sort of payola going. So if Neil... well, he wasn't the only one doing it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know that. Right. But I'm just saying, they were like, as the, an example, the, the record label right. people were yes, doing that. Yes, that too. was a whole I thought, thing. I thought so, payola but was Neil um, covering this. They're going to get money for it. At that, Maybe whoever not owns at, the publishing, that's right. right that's what I'm going to get the money yeah. for. It. Yeah. But payola was more a radio. No, that was thing, a radio. Right? That's a separate thing. Yeah. That was like you're paying the DJ to play your music. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but that's where it gets weird. Is that that is what it. Started well, that as, was, but then they started doing that songwriting thing, which 
So yeah, you're paying them to play your song, but now guys like Alan Freed and other DJs are they got ha- money on the back end. They get money well, on the yeah. right. yes, because right. now even that's with a conflict the, of interest because yeah, he's a songwriter. There he's and labeled he's as a songwriter, the, yeah. even though he didn't write the song at all. Right. He just well, it doesn't knows. matter if you wrote the song or not. It's yeah. who owns the publishing. Right. And he he was a part owner of that. Yeah. And then he was also playing it on the radio, kind of paying himself. Right. And yeah. That's a conflict of didn't interest. Didn't Michael Jackson buy all the publishing rights to the Beatles yes. songs yes. he did yeah. Yeah. after talking to Paul McCartney about it or something yeah. Didn't like they re- after yeah. they recorded Say 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 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he got yeah, and he was pretty really pissed about yeah. that yeah. and then they did uh, did they revert remember they know? did The Girl Is Mine uh, too I they might have he got it back somehow remember, I yeah he got it back remember the that song The Girl Is Mine mm-hmm. The Girl yeah. Is Mine it's a good song The Doggone Girl Is Mine yeah uh, and uh, <laughs> that's your McCartney yeah well yeah. no 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 She's mine. The dog gun girl is mine. <laughs> he does not sound like that. Doing when he your sings. impression of him. Oh, I didn't do it like yeah, that. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. But <laughs> and anyway, I was gonna make a joke, but now it's done. Sorry, it's fine. Do you want? All right. What do you, you want to go to the next, or you want? To, did you want to hop right to Paola? I don't. No, go no, to go rain, to rain in my heart. Go you gotta hear every song. What are you doing? Do we though? Yes. We heard the first one. His stamina's gone. No stamina, Luke. Listen to the reverb. Is the harp off key a little bit? Purposefully. Feels like it. It is all the time. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. Every record. His? Neil's? No, it's not. Yeah, listen, it's... To the, listen to the snare. I, this is more of a Neil song. Like It's, it's not written by Neil, though. Really? No. But it sounds like something he would I do. I with, with that flavor, but the vocal is... A classic Neil sound. Alright. This song's a snooze fest. It is. It is. It's like I like it. I like it. Really? I don't I don't know. I think I just got this at the right time. I was so like high on Neil at the time. I I think I was working at Newberry Comics and this came in and it was like two bucks. And I was like, Yeah, I'm taking this home today. (laughs) You know? Um, used copy, whatever. And I was like, I just kept it in my car. It was back then when you're like, I have one CD in my car and this was it. And I was like, was it stuck? Was it stuck in the CD player? No, I just left it. I didn't have like a lot of CDs. I probably, I probably listened to MP3s at home and I just left it in there for a while and I came to love it. I don't know. That's it. What year was this? Probably. What were you neglecting? Oh, six. Oh, I'm sure. Listen, I, like I a listen, ghost is born. Just I listen to music all day at work. I all listen right. to music all day at home. I all had right. a five minute car. So you ride needed to a work. break from good music, yeah, is what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not Neil talking. Is the, the rainbow sherbet of. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I I listen to it. He's all the shocking year, pink sorbet. But I. <laughs> I kept it in there for a month or two, and I came to love it. I was like, "Hey, it's cool." All right, you know? fine. I like it too. So you're not. Well, this me. this song to um, me is like. Just, th- this is probably my cut song, but this is a another sure. one where I think one of the writers of this song. This is Slim Harpo. Slim right? Harpo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Slim Harpo had a really particular style. Mm-hmm. His ballads were like totally like this, but then he had this like particular beat. I mm-hmm. wish I could describe it. I don't know if you know. Um, you know that song Shake Your Hips by the Stones? It's on Exile yeah. Main Street. Uh-huh. That's that's the slim harpo rhythm. Yeah. Right there. I, f- I think they mention him in that song. I love because that. Because of that. Yeah. Um 
I love Where I'm a king bee. Ooh, yeah. Oh, there you go. I really like this. Yeah. Slim Harpo. Sounds like Where I'm going to Slim Harpo. Have some of those drums. Those drums have some depth to them. Really good. Yeah. You can't mimic. You can't mimic this. I don't know. Well, because he's not. It's not like that time in that room. You know, whatever yeah, room is probably, that is. Yeah. I mean, if you go to like old, much older Slim Harpo, it wouldn't. It would sound different. But. See, now I'm hearing like when you play that next to the Shocking Pink stuff. I hear what these reviews are saying where they're just like it doesn't have that. Yeah. The recording sound is not yeah. what it should be. If you put up be. like, you know, the the sun sessions from Elvis. Yeah. It's so it's so you alive. You can hear the there's whole energy. Room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so much energy in it. There's a lot of fire in there and this is just kind it of sounds, It sounds like when there. when Pat Boone did Little Richard's. Exactly. Yeah. It's the yeah. same kind of vibe. It's it's very much like that. But yeah. I guess I always viewed it in the context of like he was being ironic. But I think that may not be entirely true. Because I think that if he... Well, I mean, maybe he was being yeah, but ironic, he also, but he should have cared enough to get the sound that would have well, served. I think, yeah, but he also, I think, he was, I think, I think he was going for that. He just he just failed in doing he just it. Missed, yeah. Yeah. Well, he also, like you said, did it in a couple hours and yeah. was mixing it over the phone while going right, to get right. a bucket <laughs> yeah. of chicken. Oh, yeah. yeah. Th- let me tell that story. So yeah. we took a break. We watched the Wondering video, which if you haven't seen, awesome. you should check it out. Yeah. It was directed by Tim Pope. And so Tim Pope at the time was this punk rock guy, and he had really no knowledge. All he knew about Neil Young was like he was some old hippie, like Devo, some grandpa yep. granola guy from the 60s. And so their people talk, and he's going to direct a video for this for Everybody's Rockin'. And so Neil picks him up in his car with, with Ben Young in the back, and Neil says, hey, you want to go get some fried chicken, which kind of sets – kind of – Kind of like uh, like Tim Pope didn't expect that. He thought Neil Young would be some vegetarian hippie. And so he's like, sure. So they're going to get it. And then Neil's got like this 80s bag phone or whatever. And they're calling him on it. And they're asking him. They're mixing everybody's rocking. And he's like, just play it for me over the phone. And so he's listening to the mixes and trying to tell them how to mix a record over a phone. That's how the pros do it. An 80s bag phone. <laughs> right? And he... Blows by the KFC on the highway, and he does a U-turn on the highway. He drives over the middle barrier of the highway yeah. to go back to the KFC. And he, the whole time, he's telling Tim Pope to tell him what ideas he has for a video. So he's mixing this record over the phone, driving a car, and listening to the director of a video pitch him a concept yeah. all at the same time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's fucking Neil. So that may explain some of the sound. But this yeah. tune to me is just a, it's a sleeper. Well, like it, it shouldn't have been second. I think that explains some of it. It explains yeah. it explains the it explains. This explains it. Explains it. It's Neil explaining. I was going to say it. Neil it Neil explains it. No, it, I think it's a, a little bit of a swing and a miss, and I I don't begrudge him that. I don't I don't know. Well, listen, listen. I can, I have a story, and it, it's going to come back around. Um, Did so, you shit in the cornfield? Yeah, yeah, I'm, you I'm buying pants? a new. I'm buying a new couch, right? Okay. And so me and my wife go to the go to the store, and we look at all the couches, and then you know we find the one we want, and they say you can't buy that today; it's out of stock. So I pull my pants down and I shit right on that couch, <laughs> and that's what 
That's what Neil did to the album with this track. So I, I it was coming back. You knew. Is that a true story? No, this is just like Fargo. What I, this is what I dreamed up in the car when I was listening. Was to that at Bob's? Out of respect for the shitted on with the names changed. <laughs> yeah. Was that at Bob's? Is that? That's a that's is definitely that, a local reference. Did that end up in the scratch and dent? Ashley Home Furniture. Mike, ask ask again if that was at Bob's. Was that at Bob's? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Phil, I took a shit on each one of these couches. That's amazing, Bernie. Rip, rip, Phil. She died this year, I think. Yeah, or was it Bernie last year? Didn't Bernie Phil? Didn't Bernie also die? Well, I, I think Bernie's still kicking. Is he? I don't know. That's also a very local reference. I don't reference. know. Some of them passed away. I, I took a shit on all of this dinette set. Is that just a New England thing? Like how huge the furniture salespeople become in your mind because of I know, the advertising? I know, like fucking Jordans too. Yeah, you, like you can't go see Barry an IMAX movie yeah. with you can't go see an IMAX movie without seeing seeing Barry's huge crotch in your face. <laughs> I found out that Bob's is somewhat national anyway. They oh, have really? it like as far as I think New Jersey. I think I'm right about this, but. Yeah, the other ones are all local, and they are yeah. huge yeah. New England celebrities. Yeah, at Rotman's, and yeah. they all have that kind of like it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> like they're trying a little too hard. Yeah. Massachusetts yeah. voice. Yeah, it's like every all the Jordans ones are always like, yeah. if the socks win. Yeah, you know? if the socks win, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, but also you, your couch is on us. That's yeah. right. Don't shit yeah. on them, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, that the didn't really happen win. to me. I just I we'll wanted shit to work on your that couch. in. I think the I think the only thing I could think of why this might be a, a, the second tune is maybe Slim Harpo was another artist that got fucked over by um, Paola, and then wait, is it a, it is a Slim Harpo cover? It's he was yeah, a I mean, writer. He wrote oh, it. That's his song. Yeah. Yeah. He's a writer. Okay. And then I the next know. the next tune is the first original, right? Which is Paola Blues. I don't know if Neil was doing that to help those guys out because I don't think they still have their own publishing. Yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have gotten helped at all. Yeah. They'd be helping out whoever owns it unless at this point it's what do they yeah. call that public domain? Yeah. yeah. You know. It's an interesting Here's idea. my cover of Happy Birthday. <laughs> This well, is a public domain record. Michael we're, Jackson we're, owned that too. We're not at Americana <laughs> really? yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I love that's it. a that, we've got a little. That's ways another to go. bad one that I like. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, Paola Blues. I love this. This is a good. This, this one is for you, yeah. Reed, wherever you go. <laughs> wherever you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just love. I love taking that doo-wop, but adding I just cash, cash a wad yeah. like that. Yeah, I love that. I fucking love that. Yeah, that's excellent. This is one of the songs that I really like a lot. I like it too. This but one it, has some of that energy. To it me. feels like a Weird Al song, like one of the songs he does that's not a parody, like the style parodies. No. I don't know. This a is- lot of that this album is like that, I think. Yes. And it's the backup singers, who I think are yeah. excellent, but at the same time, they give it that, uh, who said hokiness? The way, I did. Okay, so it gives it in- that, yeah, which makes it sound like he's, it's almost like a parody. Yeah. I think they're times. doing a great job, but they're mixed, like, really weird. Because he they're was like- getting chicken and talking yes. on the phone. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It you can really tell that this album was like a rush job. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, two really, hours, yeah, man! Really I did. Mazer said two hours. Yeah. This is one of my 
like one of the songs I like more I than like the other the ones. Oh, I would keep this. I, yeah, I think this yeah. is an awesome song. Yeah. Me too. It tells a great story. Yeah. yeah. And it really kind of, you know, and it's it's not just the story of Alan Freed, but of Neil Young. Yeah. Because yeah. nobody was, nobody fucking wanted to play this. And of all yeah. the people who participated in that sleazy behavior, <laughs> like the DJs at AAF at the time, probably. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> we never took cash, just blowjob. Um, no, we, would, that was really. You, is that how Josh got the job? Yeah, that's exactly. That's how you get any job in radio. Take it in the ass. Yeah. You still are. Yep. What a comma, comma. What a comma. Oh, come on. No, they're, very, they're very, very strict about that now because um, there's now. a lot of shit that's gone. Like what he talks about. There's a lot of that shit that yeah. went on through the 80s, up through the 90s, and until the beginning, I think the, like around 2000 or so, yeah, or maybe a few years after that, there was a, actually a station in New York for the company I worked for, Intercom, was caught, and they were taking uh, trips to like you know the Caribbean and stuff like that for yeah. for increasing spins on tunes, and so the Attorney General of New York busted them doing that, and so his name was Elliot Spitzer, oh, and so oh, yeah. that uh, Intercom at the time was the second biggest radio company in the U.S. So. That pretty much clamped down on like 250 something stations, and then the other big radio companies were like, "Okay, well, they fucked that up for us, so we got to start, yeah, you know, clamping down." Wasn't on Wasn't there team. another one that was Payola and one other thing where like Plugola, Plugola, where right. you would just be like, "Oh yeah, I went to this place the other day." Or yeah, and they like give that. you like a car, yeah. you know, like I went to so and so auto sales, yeah, and then all of a sudden you're driving around a new car yeah. because that's you're, honestly you're fucking them. garbage. But uh, I just <clears> can if I can sidetrack real quick. The Mazda that I drive, mm-hmm. it, it the mileage is perfect. Where'd it, you get that Mazda, Luke? I got it at uh, Ron Bouchard's right down the road. It wow. just really runs great. I hear he's got the best deals in central Massachusetts. He does. Yeah, it's Are you sure top-notch. you didn't get it from Ernie Bach Jr.? Come, <laughs> Come on, on down. down. Come on down. <laughs> I like Ernie Bach. <laughs> Paola is still going on. It's just not... They, like, they do that shit now with Spotify. It's just they, they do it differently. They're more secretive about it. But, like, you... you like how do they do it with Spotify? They, I I was reading up on it not too long ago, but it's it's very similar. It's just more, it's more of the social media age where they they. What are they? Uh, you the, get, do they include it in your algorithm? Like, so if yeah, I listen to yes, Neil Young, yes. and friggin' Ariana Grande uh-huh. pops up, it's yeah. because and it's they like forced all, it's, it into my it's algorithm, algorithm stuff. It's getting on playlists. Playlists, <laughs> playlists are big. Like we had to go through a million hoops to get on a playlist, and you yeah, have to know you have to know now. people. Yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like, this and we didn't know anyone. Just randomly, ha- one of our songs randomly got on a playlist. No, we got ourselves on one. We talked. Oh, Shut up! Wow. You guys are huge in Taiwan. Shh. That's all I know. <laughs> Shut Ooh, up. Zuckerberg, got a Zuckerberg, <laughs> Zuckerberg <laughs> controls all of it. Is this, well, yeah, that's why they call him Zuckerberg. That's it. That's but why. it got it got to a point where if a record label person gave, like, say, a record per, a record label person gives me a sticker for a band. Yeah, we had to fill out two forms for it. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. So anything they, if they bought us a beer, like that was a big thing. Like they would put you on a guest list so you could check out the band. Sure. Before the show, you know, you go out for drinks. You go out for drinks after the show. Yeah. And usually they cover it because the record label's paying for it. Yeah. You know, they right. got the record label credit card. But in this case, if they bought me one beer for each beer, I'd have to fill out two forms for it and turn those in because if they found out that Jeez. I did not file for a, one Good of the Lord. five beers a beer or a I'd get fired like... then I'd get fined like you know $350,000 I'd lose my job 
you know, all that stuff. Uh, and that's all from that case in New York. So anything, anything a record label person gives you, a pen, you have to fill out two forms. forms. And then crazy. that guy, Elliot Spitzer, got busted for... Prostitution. Exactly. You remember that story? Yeah. $3,000 yeah, a yeah. night. Yeah. 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 And then that's when we stopped filling out the forms. <laughs> Fair enough. You're like, oh, really? Oh, fuck you. We're not filling out any fucking forms anymore. <laughs> fuck you, asshole. Spitzer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Like- it's still, yeah, it still goes on. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's well hidden. Mm-hmm. And it's done mostly through promotions. You know, they're, you know, they're giving away trips and stuff yeah. like that. Now, yeah, I, right. I don't, yeah. I, I can't say I have any firsthand knowledge of that. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just know that it happens here and there, sure, but it sure. doesn't happen like it used to back then. It wasn't illegal until no. like 1968 or something yeah. like that. Something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah, I listened to a whole podcast <clears throat> about it. What about those contests? Those like, we're giving away a hundred bucks an hour, a thousand bucks an right. hour. Be the well. How did you guys figure out the ninth caller or the whatever caller? Usually, that has something to do. Was you, that a, was you, it really that, or could you be like? No, it used to have something to do with the actual frequency of the station. So we yeah. used to ask for caller seven because we were 107 on the dial. Yeah. Uh, but then it got to be like we started asking for the 25th caller, and that's because of streaming. So uh, if you're listening okay. on an app or a computer, the streaming lags sometimes up to like eight minutes from mm, directly yeah. on air. So if you ask for like the 25th caller, it gives those people a better chance to win. Huh. Mm. All right. I think I was just assumed they were like they just picked up. And just said, "You're the ninth. You're the seventh caller, <laughs> or like whatever." No, because I've done it before, and they were like, "You're the, you know." Yeah, we have to answer oh, really? call. I've yeah. never called to get those. I have, yeah, and it was like really? you're the thirtieth. Sorry, yeah, or huh. like that. we yeah. had to do that because there's there's people who'll call and check if we're doing that. Now, if if, if, if Spitzer, you, Sp- fucking Spitzer, fucking Spitzer, how's your whore? <laughs> you're fucking a three thousand dollar a night whore. She's <laughs> a whore, Elliot. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else about this song? I just want to assume that this was one of the songs that he was originally going to put on Old Ways because I feel like this is really the, yeah. This well, is to this me this is, is the best, best song. One yeah. yeah, like this is the one, and it feels like what he was going through. Well, maybe not. Being no, I could see him going through that because he never really cared about the radio play. Yeah. But then trans probably hurt him that it yeah, didn't do that's well. the thing yeah this is when he started getting hurt financially and he, and he yeah. when trans wasn't selling and wasn't getting played then he went out on this big promotional thing and tried to do yeah. as many interviews as he could and everything and that still didn't get them to budge to play anything off that album yeah but then he saw people that were you i guess you could say lesser artists that were you know getting played and that's because it's like he described in the song well we'll hook you up with a mercedes or we'll give you a trip to hilton head or we'll give you just fucking cash yeah and you, and you, to give, you give this song like 10 extra spins a week and we'll hook you up with whatever, you know. Yeah. Regardless of when he wrote it, if there's one song you should listen to off this album. You yeah, know why? Ben Keith co-wrote it. Did he? Yeah, yeah got, Ben Keith probably knows the payola scheme very well from back in the how many 50s Neil's, and 60s. How many of Neil's bands was Ben in? Was it just uh, this? And most the, of them, except for Crazy Horse, technically, I yeah, guess. It's just the, the big one. Yeah. He's in all the other ones. <laughs> and I'm sure he played with Crazy Horse, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. But, um, I like the harp in this one too. But see again, and I'm with Laco on this. This album lacks guitar. Yeah, they could. And yeah. I know Ben is playing lead guitar, and maybe that's the reason. But yeah. Neil, Neil's like one. He's a great guitar player. Yeah. Two, 
he grew up listening to this stuff and he was like huge into like the surf guitar thing right and all that stuff and I I mean this album could use some big fat twangy guitar Nils would have killed it on this record right too, yeah because he's yeah. got that clean that blues, sound and the blues yeah right yeah, it's, yeah. it would have helped a little bit yeah, yeah I think so. and before we move on a side note about Alan Freed I believe he was in a story called you know they got a hell of a band from a collection of short stories called Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. He was a character a in that king, story. Uh, Is that true? There. If it's the one I'm thinking of now, I know exactly what you're talking about. And there's your 30-second king takeover. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Two dudes, one king. Shout out to you. Also, <laughs> shout out to me. <laughs> yeah, just you. Now i got to go reread that story. I didn't get to that one. I have it. Though. Are you reading it right now? No. It's a good one. Um, the podcast I listen to, if people are interested in learning more about Paola, oh, do. don't plug other podcasts. What the hell? It's American Scandal. Are they on the Pantheon <laughs> Podcast Network? And it's called Paola. No, I don't think he so. He just got Paola to do that. I, I saw right. them. I Where do you think he got them. that suit? I got yeah. Paola by the Paola <laughs> yeah, podcast. They were just here shoving money in his butt. It was weird. Right up the ass. <laughs> All right, Put let's move on to wondering. This is enough. I like this. Me this, too. This is one of my favorites. These two songs in a row are the best, too. Yeah, yeah. me too. I agree. Why? Because they sound exactly the same. Shut up, Luke. <laughs> they do. They do. Not exactly. But... Yeah. like, angry, and this is, like, playful and fun. It's catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. I think last time you were on the podcast, we talked about how he doesn't write enough catchy tunes. It's true, and this is and this is very catchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this one was written in the after the Gold Rush era. This was. Yeah, you, it's, there's a version. I don't know if you can find it, Luke. There's a version on um, the uh, Neil Young archives. Especially now that now that you've seen the video, it changes. Yeah, it changes. Yeah, it. everybody it's, uh, does need to go watch that video. It's a very, it's a, they, it's very folky. It's got like a folky chorus to it and stuff. We're it doesn't change too things. much. When was Laco and I are talking about the video. You're talking about a different version of this song. Yeah, that's what I thought we were talking about. We were silent because you mentioned it was written during. The, yeah, yeah. The we just we thing. just started talking about the video and how that changed the song for us, and we like it more because of the oh. video. But I um, it's just um, I don't know. The f- I'm, you know what the the lyrics fit this style of music yeah. better. Yeah. If you listen to the original, the demo version, it's very folky and it just doesn't hmm. doesn't work that well. But how did you find it? It's on the uh, the first Neil Young Archives release. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. When does um, the new one come out? In a week or two? I think. A couple it, weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah, it should be soon. Yeah. I think that's got another version of this song on there. Really? Yeah, a more electric one. <laughs> Like, like uh, the trans electric? No, no, not not electronic. Gotcha. I think this I, album could use a little more synclavier. Yeah, maybe the whole album is, and that's why it's so kind of flat. Like that to me, again, that'll put me to sleep. That's like awesome. I love the video, but the song is just—it's uh, very mellow. I agree. I agree. I like, see, yeah. I like those two songs a lot. I like those two right in a row are the high point. I think of the album. For okay. Me. I mean, it's catchy, but yeah, then I after agree. a while, I like just, those two songs back Luke, to back. Luke cannot believe that I like this album. When I texted him and I was like, <laughs> I want to come on for this, I, I knew. I was like, I'm gonna jo- we're going to joke around a lot because it's a silly album. That's part of the reason I want to come. Right. But I actually like this album. I so like it. I. Okay, that's, fine. that's fair. A- anything else on Wondering? Or Wondering? No, that's it. It's just good Yeah, songs. I like to. I do, I do. Yeah, you said Wondering. 
Watch there's the so video. there's so much of that one letter gone but an apostrophe instead. Yeah. That's so fifties, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's rock and roll spelling. Yeah. That's how they spelled it at Rydell High School. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's the a video is yeah, <laughs> The video is like a Beck video and you need to watch it. It now. is. If yeah. you're listening you to this said podcast, that, like you gotta yeah. watch it right now. It's awesome. All right, let's move on here to uh well, This song's about Wanda Sykes, right? Of course. Specifically her performance in Heaven Almighty. (laughs) Short Fat Fanny. I guess he wrote this to amuse Peggy. How does this amuse your wife? big fat person. (laughs) He said Short Fat Fanny. He's talking about. He wrote this to amuse Peggy. Yeah. I hope you were amused, Peggy. Because I'm not. You don't like that? Well, I'm not, Peggy. Oh, Luke, I think it's... the backup singers on that, that's like their best song yeah. on this album. Yeah. This is the fifth version of the first song to me. <laughs> it's it sounds like the fullest version of like what they're going for and the most well-done version of what yeah. they're going for. Yeah. As a song, I don't care about that kind of song. Like, I, I just, think it's pretty clever. Like... I like how he puts in all the names of the of the women characters yeah, and all the sure. classic 50s yeah, tunes. Sure. And... It's funny Luke said Wanda Sykes because one of the things I wrote for this was maybe this is a time-traveling vampire song again. Maybe he's referencing Wanda Sykes, but also maybe he inspired Lou Vega. I was just about Lou to bring Vega. up Lou Vega. Oh, yeah, th- yeah, this is just this is just the first version of Mambo number five. Yeah. This is Mambo number but, uh, two. But at the same time, though, there was that song. A little bit of the, Tiffany the, all the, night long. The wander- it kind of, it But there was also that song, The Wanderer. Oh, I'm a wanderer. He mentions that in around, this song. around, 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 yeah. around. Yeah, yeah from uh, Cop and a Half. From I'm Cop and a Half. Yeah. That's what you know it from. <laughs> I think he's referencing Wanda Jackson, who was like the, uh, the only woman in the 50s doing rockabilly. Oh. And like she had a little resurgence yeah, yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, Jack White got a hold of her and did yeah, an album yeah, yeah. with her and stuff. That's and, cool. Yeah. But all the names in there are all from songs, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like that's cool. Short Fat Fanny. That's from um That's from Ready Teddy, right? Little Richard, I think. I think Everybody so. Buddy Holly did and a then version. Then there's of Run that Around too. Sue. Yep. Which there's is Barbara obvious. Ann. Yeah. From the Beach Isn't Boys. Oh, then Long Tall it's Long Tall fun. Sally, right? That's the Hollies. Yep. It's a fun song, but yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun, and it's but the backup singers totally make it for me on this yeah. one. It fits the record; it builds the like. Yeah. It's fine for what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's for what he's going for. He na- he nails it. It's just not what I would like would have enjoyed being a Neil guy at the time and being a Neil guy now. It's just not what I enjoy. And you were like, <laughs> you were like, really the majority. You of are Neil yeah. fans at yeah. the time. They were just like, oh, "What yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah, why are you doing this? People don't like this album." I like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not fond of it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, very good. Tim Drummond apparently has a, a co-writing credit on this one. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Drummond. And he's only playing upright on this album, mm-hmm. I guess. So. Well, Neil wanted that feel, that yeah. sound. Tim from the Stray Gators? Uh, from the Shocking Pinks? Yeah. yeah. He, yeah <laughs> from the Shocking was... Pinks? And the Those guys are the best. <laughs> Wait, are the Stray Gators the Shocking Pinks? They, are they, though? Some of them. <laughs> well, you got well, Ben Keith. Keith, Tim Drummond... Um, who I else? think that's it. Yeah, I think those are the only two. And are they the Blue Notes as well? Oh no, are they the Blue ben, Notes? Ben plays horn. Yeah. He plays saxophone with the Blue Notes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Fucking Ben Keith, man. Also, Neil, you don't have to name every configuration of 
people you play with. Like that's, I know. It's like every time he's like, yeah, this is the – and he, it's always uh, uh, adjective and a noun, usually an animal. A lot of people uh-huh. do it, though. Or a fruit. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The royal pineapples. Yeah, I can't believe there's a royal pineapple. That Crimson does. potatoes. He probably tried to do it to Devo, and they're like, "No, yeah, we're not doing we're that. Gonna do that yeah, now." I'm you gonna just... call you guys the heartfelt flounders. And mother's you... bar was like, "We're Devo," <laughs> but I no, am a potato. Fuck you. Are we not man? Well, you can't have a '50s trope vibe album. Go? <laughs> without um here you go without a jelly roll song yeah that's right oh yeah this is i like let's this one. bring this on what the hell is happening play that same song right now right now he's talking about his fucking hog man is that what jelly roll means? I don't know. Right now? No, jelly roll is actually vagina. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yep. Right now. Right now. Is that why right Van now. Morrison's always singing about jelly roll? Oh, jeez. And it stoned him. That's how good that jelly roll was. <laughs> oh, my It stoned goodness. him to his soul. That's my favorite Van Morrison song. Yeah. That's what, that's what jelly roll is. That's what the... Uh, it was a euphemism for vagina. Are you actually, making the, that up? No, no. Wrong? Actually, the jelly part... You would like this, Luke. The jelly part refers to the semen... Good that goes oh into gosh. the role. Seriously, oh, look it up, man. You That's would at, like this. You would like because you would like this is an actual semen reference, <laughs> as opposed to one you like that just conjured be, up. That can't be what Jelly Roll means. Yeah, in all these absolutely. Songs. Okay. That, why do you think they call them? Why do you think they call them Jelly Roll Morton? Because he got more pussy than anybody else in New Orleans. This is real. <laughs> this yeah. is real. Yes. Absolutely. This all might be true, but I'm still gonna listen to this song and think that it's just talking about donuts. It's like I little, always little thought Debbie. About donuts. You're going to yeah. be thinking about Can Little you, Debbie. Oh, yeah, every time. I always think about that, and I think this song is ridiculous because of it, and Can I don't want to ruin it. Can you do me a favor, that. Luke? <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Well, I thought you were going to say to The fact that Neil got like three quarters of the way through the record, and he's like, what can I write about? What can I write about? Oh, I love donuts. Yeah, I love oh, pastry and Indiana. dessert. I like a good dessert. <laughs> Uh, I want to I want to pull up a, another Jelly Roll song that I think is awesome. You know, you know Joe Bonamassa. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He has a. You know, did you ever listen to that one live from the Vienna Opera House? No, I've heard that. Oh, dude, the the sound, the acoustics in that live record are fucking amazing. I saw him. In but do you know way. his Jelly Roll? Do you know his Jelly Roll song? Mm-mm. He's got. He does a good Jelly Roll song. But um. Is it uh, Indian? Oh, no, it should just be called Jelly Roll. By Joe Bonamassa, but he's in Vienna at the Opera House. But um, I'm sure they make a good jelly roll in Vienna. Oh, I bet they listen to this. Listen to Joe. Listen to this. (laughs) Jelly roll. I'm Joe. I'm Joe Bonamassa. This song's about pussy. (laughs) He doesn't talk like that though. You think he would? I've never heard. He's got a super high voice. Bonamassa. Yeah. I'm Joe Bonamassa. When he talks. When he sings. Snatch. You're missing, this is really good. This is amazing shit. You're talking about my Joe Bonamasha impression? Yeah. yeah. He's going to come back from the dead for that pussy. <laughs> right? This ruins everything. It really is. I just yeah. thought they liked donuts. Yeah, but he just said, you're the only man bacon. He says Mr. Jelly Roll. Oh. 
Well, he likes men. I'm not going to judge him for that. Yeah. Hey, listen. He's talking about that backdoor jelly roll. <laughs> Best jelly roll in town. You're the only man begging and I'm going to keep you down. Well, maybe it's like, you oh, know, when you're out of option. I'm kick, no, he's keep singing, your damsel He's down, singing he from said. the woman's point of view. Like, oh, okay. he said, like what the woman's telling him. No, I thought he said, I'm going to keep your damsel down. No, I'm going to so keep maybe... my damper down. I don't know, but that I like means he's gonna keep it wide open. She, it's a, it's about she's, donuts, guys. She's, she's gonna, she's gonna close. Wait, it up listen to this. Because well, you're talking about well, a damper and like lyrics. a furnace this or a chimney. Of, this is yeah. one of the lyrics from that song. Well, well, can I place an order for three weeks ahead? I'd rather have my jellies than some old big bed. Because I'm crazy. I think you're, jelly. I think you're off on this. I don't think that's what it means. Donuts are delicious, guys. I think we're ruling out too quickly. The idea that it might just be about donuts. Everybody loves. Has them. anyone Googled no. what jelly roll means? <laughs> Go like ahead, Google it right now. Uh, I believe because Jelly Roll I, Morton didn't call himself that, that after a no, fucking you know many, cake. You know how many burps I had <laughs> to edit out of the last episode? By the Don't way, edit out my burps. I'm going to because they're gross. Oh, so you chewing into the microphone loudly isn't gross? That's just my jelly roll. Yeah, you're an idiot. This is how I jelly. You're roll. disgusting. This is how I jelly roll. People hate that, man. People Je- fucking okay. hate it. Jelly roll is black slang from the 19th century for the vulva with various related meanings, i.e. sexual intercourse, a loving woman, a man obsessed with finding some jelly roll. So a jelly roll man could just be a man obsessed with... Pussy. It's about what rock and roll started out as. Wanting pussy. It has such a better ring to it than jelly donuts. So when I make my song about jelly donuts, I'm really going to have to say jelly donuts. I want your jelly donuts. This is literally kind of blowing my mind here. Blocko's going to just make a song called, I want a jelly donut. Get a jelly donut and you're always jelly, jelly, jelly donuts. No, you're just going to go the opposite. You're going to use pussy as a slang, meaning how much you want to actually eat donuts. Yeah, that's what, mm. that would work. I love that sweet pussy. Yeah. I hear your brother. No, I mean a jelly donut. <laughs> talking about Donuts. Oh. All right. Bright lights, big oh. city. I think this is my least favorite. Joke's on you guys. I've actually just been playing the same song over and over again. You haven't noticed. You're a son of a jelly donut. Do you guys hear that? Like, it, throughout the whole album, there's like a. It's on, I don't know if it's the piano, if it's like the, the pedal, like when he's pressing for the reverb. You can always hear like the. Sorry, that was ice. It did hear it, but <laughs> yeah, Luke ruined it by being disgusting again. So drinking a drink. It uh, sounds like he's drinking scotch. Nice. <laughs> you hear it? You hear it? Not in this, no. Maybe if I listened on the Neil Young archives and high res. Yeah. yeah. Is that off-key harmonica? Which I don't agree that he does in every album. It's just this one. It's very specifically off-key. And you know what? It's it's out of place. Like this would be a good this would yeah. be good piano solo, but or there's other times solo. maybe but there's other times where the harmonica could easily be replaced yeah. by some ripping guitar. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Agree. That I think that's my least favorite song right there. This is written I, by this is later, written by Jimmy Reed. And this it's is done like a, exactly this, how Jimmy Reed did. Yeah, this is like it. a classic song. Yeah. yeah. It's a good Dean used song. to love that. It's just song. a flat. Yeah. It's, it's a definitely a Dean song. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't do anything for me. It's a good show. He's another uh, American, uh, African-American blues artist, Jimmy Reed. Yeah. 
Anything else about this one? I don't have a lot to say about it. No, this is like a classic blues tune. Yeah. Which is interesting because you get this, you get the Slim Harpo tune. These are blues guys. These aren't rockabilly guys. Yeah. Luke, do you, you know? feel dead inside? Bobby Freeman's not exactly a rockabilly guy either. He's like a rhythm and blues guy. You know, so it's like to, for him to call it or anyone to call this a rockabilly album, it's not really. Right. Yeah, it isn't really. No. I mean, I think rockabilly, it's more like, well, the last track on the album's kind of like that. Yes. Yeah. You know. I just feel like especially the covers this is like him saying here's some watered down versions of songs it's true they, yeah. yeah especially that one i Might just know. feel like it doesn't it's a good song his version of it really yeah. is kind of yeah. unnecessary again very flat yeah. yeah 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 let's move on to cry 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 one two three four see the guitar sounds great yeah. we need more of that yeah 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 you know? That's what makes this style of music good is that really flashy yeah. guitar. Yeah. I actually recorded the guitar on my way to an in and out <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, that's not coming up. I think it's coming up soon. Leave it up. Well, this song is like a minute long, so... Yeah, we'll just... I know, like, eight of the ten tunes are yeah. under two minutes. I didn't yeah. write down the time, but I want to hear him when he does the... <laughs> It's coming up soon, but I think I don't remember. I think maybe right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does that pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My um my biggest disappointment in this song is it's not a cover of the Johnny Cash song "Cry Cry Cry," yeah, which would be a lot better than this song. I agree. Although he may ruin that one too. Johnny Cash can know. cover a tune though. Especially he certainly he can. can. Yeah. Especially yeah. when Rick Rubin is producing That's it. Right. But he can cover yeah. a fucking song. Yeah. Yeah, but this is a Neil song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying it, Johnny Cash has a song called Cry Cry right. Cry. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. Is awesome. For sure, which yeah. is a good song. And when I first listened to this I album, thought it I'm was like, gonna, oh, wow, he's covering Johnny yeah, Cash. I, and then I thought I'm like, it was what the fuck is this? Same. I also thought it was going to be that song. This one's the most like enchantment under the sea to me as well. Because that guitar is pretty prominent. Yeah. This is like the one song where it's like, oh, nice. You can yeah, it sounds that. good, but yeah. there should be more of it. Yeah. This, yeah. this album is lacking guitar. Yeah. This and song sounds good, but it's another one that is just kind of like, I could skip it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not like, there's not much going on in the song. Right. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, like we mentioned earlier, there were two songs on Lucky 13 that they're live and they're from the Shocking Pinks tour and they're awesome and those are the ones he wanted to record to put on the album. which ones they were? I can pull it up. Yeah, Get Gone is one of them. And um, he wanted to record those and put them on here and they were very different from these songs in the sense that they had a little more depth lyrically. That's like Get Gone, Get Gone yeah. was pretty much him telling the story like he's told several times in different versions of this is leaving gone. Canada and going to California in the hearse. Okay. You know, and, and doing that, getting into Buffalo Springfield and that whole thing. And it's really interesting. And the band sounds great. See? There's, they, she, uh, he should have done this album live. Yeah, I agree. I think this is Like, time fades away. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have mattered to me, to be honest. Well, I feel like this is a record where they should have toured and really lived in these songs and, like, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. But also nothing like any other song right. on this album. Right. right away, this is better because the guitar is there. Yeah. This is a... Uh, this is Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bo Diddley. 
But I mean, so many people took that boat Italy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was not, a whole genre itself. It's a style. Yeah, yeah. it's a style. But yeah. I mean, this song is really good, and the lyrics are great. It tells this great. St- it's kind of like the Alan Free tune. It's kind of like yeah. Payola Blues. It tells an actual story. Yeah, and it's I, not. It's not just the the pop tune, the '50s pop tune. Yeah. You know? What was the other one off this? It was right after. What was it called? Something. You, yeah, that's it. And then this one's like super like soulful R and B. For you. Listen to everybody yelling out, Heart of Gold! <laughs> this song's for every one of you. This song's for you people all over. Pocahontas! Except for all you, world. Alan Freed. <laughs> this one's for you, Alan Freed. Wherever you go. <laughs> Does that mean heaven or hell, probably? Probably. Doesn't it sound more alive? Yeah, though? I like this. Yeah. It's got some fire to it. It's the guitar sound. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And it's so, the same band. It's all black. Yeah, you know, it's the same band that's on the album. What a missed opportunity. Yeah. Like. Well, wasn't it Geffen who said? Yeah, Geffen's the one who told him no. Yeah, he couldn't like. Which he, is he insane. To, this is right. what you wanted, isn't it? You, you know what's fucked up? Freak? Is that Geffen puts out this greatest hits, Lucky Thirteen, and puts those songs on here. Yeah. What the fuck? I know, what a dick. It, the whole time period makes no sense. Like, I feel like I, they were just all on coke and it just... I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think uh, I was saying before we started the podcast, or maybe it was at the beginning, I'll say it again, I don't care. Do it. I think, Be brave. Yeah, thank you. Preach. Thank you. Go ahead, I Matt. will. I will. Now I've totally forgot what I... No. I, it, I love dip. I think it's... <laughs> yeah, I love dip. And, and jelly donuts. <laughs> I, love, I love food, if you haven't caught that yet. No, what doesn't oh. make sense to oh. me is that they would hear old ways and yeah. that Geffen would hear old ways and be like, this isn't a Neil Young album. Yeah. After he had just got trans, like, just take it. Take it. Old ways is as close as you're right. going to get. And yeah. then maybe he'll make another good record. But instead, he sends him back and he gets this. I feel like it's your fault, Geffen. Like, you, how you get off suing him yeah. after the bullshit that you just did, but whatever. Well, he was desperate. He he was also losing a ton of money because of all those million-dollar yeah. deals he was doing. So yeah. he yeah. was desperate. He was looking bad. He had a huge ego. Yeah. So he has this brand-new record label. Everybody's got these high hopes for him. He was the guy that was, you know, part of uh, running Reprise Records or whatever it was. Yeah. He was managing Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah. And now he's flopping. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's he's embarrassed and he's fucking just taking it out on whoever he can. Fucking what's Geffen, the man. last record? Fucking that, Geffen, man. What's the last record Neil does for Geffen? It's always, I think. Well, it's this one no, technically. No, right? it's um, Life. The next. Uh, wait, I thought Landing crazy. on Water was his like. No, Life is the last one for Geffen. That's why he called it Life. It was, that's why he has his okay, the so, bars on the front, <laughs> the hands on well, the so bars, then, like he's in jail. So then, landing on water was like his. <laughs> that was his. I think to me, I'm convinced, and we talked about this a little bit in the Make It Stop podcast. Yeah, that that was part of the settlement. That he would try to do a commercially yeah. successful album. Okay, that's and what. That's I'm why he got Danny Korchmar yeah. to produce and all that oh stuff. My gosh. Yeah. That's right. I haven't even listened to it in a while, but right. that is that's not good. All right, we're coming down the home stretch here. Thank God he got Lionel Switch to write write a song for the album. Or not he didn't write it. This is a, one of the no, covers. This is a cover, yeah. And I love this song. I was gonna say, uh oh Luke, a train song. Yeah. It's from my album Trains. 
strange. I just forgot the I. Whoops, the misprint. There's no I in trans. If there was, it'd be called trains. It's about electric trains. In case you guys don't know, I'm familiar with two things, trains and birds. That's pretty much all I care about. It's all my songs are about. (laughs) One of my ex-wives was a train, the other was a bird. (laughs) I like this version of this tune. And, but... You can only really do this song in this style, or else you get Blackfoot doing Train Train. Right. Which is just another... Stop Stop trying to make songs sound like trains. Can we all collectively stop trying to make songs sound like trains? No, this one works. It's about taking a train. That's fine, but we we know what trains sound like. We don't need songs to sound like a train. He's painting a picture, Luke. No. He tried he, it on. He tried it on Reactor. You're a songwriter. You, this is you, America. Luke's just, Luke's just so grumpy about all the Geffen records. Luke, this is. You need to get into. You need to get in gear here and start enjoying these records, man. No. Yes. You, know, you, you, to, you need to take the Atlantic Sleeper down to Florida. You're gonna start That's losing you all your your fucking Long May You Young fans. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. John Locke's gonna disown you. No, he ain't. Yes, he is. No, he ain't. No, because John Locke is doing the payola thing with Luke. That's why he's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's why Luke mentions him youngster every episode. of the year, right? <laughs> yeah. huh? That's not true at all. What's he paying you in? He's uh, he's shocking pay- pinks. He's paying him in <laughs> jelly rolls. <laughs> jelly pay- rolls. <laughs> yeah, he's paying him in in DVDs of Lost. <laughs> I already have them all. Jokes on you, little Whatever. shit. This one was written by Junior Parker. Yeah. Made famous by, by Elvis, Elvis, though. Yeah. yeah, but this, I love this song. It's just a great song. Yeah, you also like Southern Pacific. Was yeah, that why? Top three? but so I like that I. for different reasons. I like that because it's, like that this it's one a, sounds like this kind it's of a train. Sad, this one sounds no, like yeah, this kind of That train. one sounds like an electric I train. I wish you would write a song called uh, 747. You could have plain jet sounds in it. Oh, I'd write on a 737X. Those were the experimental <laughs> ones. They had the different, like the V-wing. I wish he made a different Jelly Roll song about about Boston Queens. I, I wish he made a Cinnamon Roll song. You know? French crawler! Yeah, how about, hey, how about a bear claw? <laughs> Baby? And just, a chocolate I'm mostly, dip. I'm mostly, I'm mostly just doing this for the podcast, but I really do like not enjoy train sounding songs. Wow. Even the one that Tom Rush song, that the Panama Limited, where he's like, He's like that one was kind of cool where he's making his acoustic sound like different train whistles. Like, Not even Crazy Train? Nah, that song sends me oh, off the rails. <laughs> Jesus. Very good. Oh my goodness. Maybe it's Quick a, story. This is a real story. This is not is it about a train. Me. Is it a train shit story? on a train? Not is about it, me shit. Take a shit on train tracks? I was just at Market Basket and the guy who was bagging our dip was just Neil start, Young? No, he just started looking at me and going all hail, all hail our Lord and Savior, Ozzy Osbourne, and but he was just like rattling things off what? at me. It was very strange. At this I'm one, not the getting... one down here. Yes, yes, really. I think I know who you're talking about. He's yeah. a, he's an interesting cat. Yeah, huh. yeah. He, and he wasn't. I I coach adults with special needs. He didn't seem like he was. Yeah, he was just like you know, what, a lot of doing a, that. A lot of rehabs have deals with like supermarkets where be. they can get like once you get out of rehab, you get a job yeah. to get some structure in your life. Yeah, but yeah. Not, but I don't think that guy. I think that or guy like, eats babies. I work babies. for that kind of or ex-cons. Oh, I know. Oh, so you know what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah. Or ex-cons. Uh, I knew this yeah, guy. That's true. He yeah. got out of prison. He was bagging for a grocery store, and he ended up killing himself. He hung himself in his apartment. Oh, he just great. couldn't take it. He just want, he thought about. He said, "I thought I'm thinking Can about robbing a guy." Can you just not taint everything with Stephen King? <laughs> everything. He even wrote his name. Shut on up the, on the van. Shut <laughs> up, Luke. It taint a Stephen King moment. 
His name is Brooks. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well, I like that tune. Um, have you ever heard the band's version of that song? No. No. Very. Yeah. You might like it because it doesn't sound so much like a train. Okay. Uh, it's on the Moondog matinee album. Yeah, that, that is a good version. Yeah, that's I an excellent. They get kind of psychedelic. I think you probably like it. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's good. Pull it up. Well, we're getting no, kind of low on time here. Luke wants to get through it. <laughs> this is a shocking pink colonoscopy. Well, no, well, listen, it's like the shocker again, pink. I'm dressed up for this, and Luke's giving me nothing. <laughs> once again, we're coming on <laughs> two hours. He's asking me the name of a person from fucking once Home again, Alone. We're coming on two hours for an album that was 24 minutes 20, Yeah, 24 minutes. All right. Let's go to the... It's, we're on the last tune, right? Thank God. <laughs> Everybody's rocking except for Luke. Everybody's rocking. Wasn't this no, that, not Luke. Luke. Speaking of Home Alone, wasn't this the song Macaulay Culkin played to trick Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern into thinking yeah. it, it absolutely was. was with the Michael Jordan yeah. dancing, <laughs> dancing by the window? Yeah. Everybody's rocking, but Luke. Except no, not for Luke. Luke. Luke won't rock tonight. No, I won't. Skibidi deep. There you go, Ronnie and Nancy. Yeah, there you go, Russ. The you still song. like this one? No, I, I don't like this song. <laughs> He's trying to fucking make them cool. <laughs> he really is. That's such a fucking yeah. like. I know that part sucks. This song is Ronnie obviously about don't call elderly Ronnie sex. and Nancy. Fucking twerp. This song is about old people fucking. Because yeah. that's all he mentions. He, he mentions knew- grandma and grandpa. Yeah, and then Ronnie and Nancy. He and knew we that, don't want to fucking see that. He knew yeah, that Ronnie right? Ronnie was yeah, trying to get that Nancy roll? jelly roll. <laughs> that jelly roll's been sitting on that shelf though for a long <laughs> time. Like Frank Sinatra already had his way with that jelly roll. Well, Nancy, I would like you to mommy roll them down and let me see that sweet jelly roll. Oh. That's a decent Ronald Reagan. That's Thank pretty you. good. Yeah, <laughs> I like this tune a lot. I don't like the fact that he put Ronnie and Nancy. Yeah, in that, that makes me not like this song. Yeah. But I think I mean it's the it's the one that comes closest to rockabilly on this whole album, pretty yeah. much. Maybe, right? maybe he was trying to make American politics cool because he went to the future, saw Hamilton, saw the success that it w- bred, and said, "I'm going to go back and yeah. and mention Ronald Reagan <laughs> instead of Hel- Hamilton." <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, Nancy Re- reached. Miss Say No to Drugs. <laughs> Yeah, Miss, let's control the country through astrology. That worked out. Yeah, that worked out great. Eight years of that fucking shit. Oh, God, what a fucking asshole! Both of them, fucking assholes. Wonder Jesus, how, I, I love to ask him about that now. Like, I don't know. He said some awful, awful things during that time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and then he, and then, and we talked about this again on the uh, that Make It Stop podcast, where he turned around and said, "Oh, I was only playing a character." You can't fucking do that. That's, that's like that's like the fucking Nazis at Nuremberg saying, "I was only following orders." Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of a stretch there. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, you can't just go out in public. You're on, stretching the, out that jelly roll in the Mike. press and say something as awful as he said, and then go back and say, "I was only talking as a character." What did he did what he say it around saying? this time? What did he yeah. say? He I can't said remember. something like, "If you got some, I'm going to paraphrase here. It was in shaky." Hold on. Speaking of Nazis, I just got a news thing. The Senate the Senate has confirmed Amy oh, Coney oh, Amy geez. Coney Barrett as a Supreme Court justice. Oh, Yay! Just, but he said something to the effect of. You got some kind of faggot bagging your groceries at the grocery oh, yeah. Neil store. Neil said that? And Neil you're probably going to get AIDS. Oh, jeez. Yep. Oh, gosh. You know? Well, it's like, uh, remember Sebastian Bach used yeah. to wear that shirt. Uh, 
It says it said something. The like, black flag kills fags on contact. Or, yeah, and then he had something about like uh, something about getting AIDS, but then I AIDS mean, kills fags. It, on, yeah, or something like he would that. wear that a, shirt yeah. on tour. Yeah, and now he's a very big like. There was that whole thing with the interview with Big J. With mm-hmm. Alana met him. Big J? No, Sebastian, Sebastian Bach. Bach. Yeah, really? she was like hanging out in his trailer and stuff. Oh boy. <laughs> she was with she was with her sister. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. good for him. But but he like but now he's like very obviously pro LGBTQ. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? But uh, I don't know. Like people ch- I, people change. Yeah, they do. No, we talked about that with Eric Clapton. You know, and he yeah. apologized for that kind of you know yeah. what he said, which was equally as awful. Yeah. yeah it was little, you know, so worse. it's kind of but you can't. They're but he all really bad. He didn't come yeah. back and say I was just doing it as a character. Yeah, right. that's a. Yeah. You know, because you you're not really you're not really saying bit. you're sorry. Yeah, you're just kind of saying, oh well, I was. It was part of the art. I knew it the whole time that I was bad, and you didn't. You didn't. Or you wouldn't have said it. Right. right. Like, yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, some of this Reagan stuff. I'm like, eh, Neil, come on, man. Fuck well, it. we'll but get into know, that in yeah. old ways because old ways has a lot of that in it. Mm-hmm. There's really? a lot of the there's a lot of Reagan era politics in old ways as far as what they wanted that's the so fabric weird, of the country That's like a Willie album, and yeah. Willie's like anti that. Yeah. But maybe he wasn't back then either. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. He smoked pot we got to have Timmy on for the that. White House. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Timmy, yeah, Timmy would probably come on for that one. Although getting Timmy out of his house yeah, pretty impossible. We'll just coax him here with some gluten-free snacks. Oh, Ooh. God. Ooh. Yeah, he's gluten-free. I'll bring the oh. dip. I'm just kidding. I'm not coming back. <laughs> All right, yeah, so unless we're, I'm invited, uh, we're done with everybody's rocking, Luke. How do you feel? Happy. How does it make you feel? He wants I'm to happy take a to nap. move on to Old Ways, which on uh, Old Ways wasn't on Spotify. Mm-mm. It's not for years. It was the only Neil Young yeah, album on I Spotify, remember that. and now it's the it, only one that's it's not. So Thank weird. God I got the Neil Young archives. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not on that's Spotify. all on there and yeah. high res. Yeah, yeah. I finally downloaded it so I could listen to Old Ways. The week. archives. Yeah, it's well worth, worth oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm glad. Um, well, we're not officially done. We got to do our top three here. Okay, I'll let you boys go first. Oh jeez. Um, oh jeez. Oh, well, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, all right, sure. Jelly Roll Man is my three. <laughs> um, Paola Blues two, and Wonderin is my one. Oh wow. I'd say despite mentioning Nancy and Ronnie. Ugh, Everybody's rocking is my number three because I think the band kicks ass on it. Yeah. Um, and then, hmm, I kind of changed my mind halfway through this. Kind of fond of Wanda is my number two. Really? And Paola Blues is my number one. I had that switched around, but I think Paola Blues is pretty awesome. I had mine switched around the opposite way, where Paola Blues was my one, but now I think Wandering is my one because of the video. I really like the video. Um, I think Wondering's my one, and it's not even the video, I just like the song a little bit. I don't know, whatever. But I, Pale is my two, and then my third was kind of Fonda Wanda until I found out that Jelly Roll means uh, pussy, and now that's, that's the my wrong song. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Those are, those are my top <laughs> So four. that makes those, it your three. Yeah. That run from Payroll of Blues through Jelly Roll Man. Payroll Blues? <laughs> Payroll or Jelly Roll. Did you not get paid this week? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hurting, guys. <laughs> No, Paola through Jelly Roll is the those are the best songs. I think number one is Wondering after I saw that video. Yeah. Paola Blues is two. I I think it's the best 
that's song the same, in terms of like same for me one content two. on mm-hmm. the album yeah um and then i'm gonna go with my three would be jelly roll hey we right have the now, same top kinda, three kind of fun to want is a good time i like con i, yeah. I like that one as well but yeah. and you, then we have the same top i three. would cut any song including my top three <laughs> you cut the whole album same as you Trent. gotta pick one right fine this, i will pick um I, mystery train i'll cut that oh Sorry. Actually, no. You, you really know what? hate trains. Number two. Is that a Freudian thing? Raining in my heart was super. Eh. So I'll cut yeah, that one too. That's my cut too. Yeah. Mine was either raining in my heart or bright lights, but I'll just go with raining in my heart. All solid choices to cut. I'm opinion. cutting bright lights. Yeah. Good choice as well. We almost had the same exact uh, thing. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. Smooth All right. Veggies. Old ways next. Ew. Thanks. Yep. Thanks Woo. for listening. Shine Subscribe. up your boots. Put on your cowboy hat. Keep commenting. Get your get your GOP pin on. Yeah. Your fucking jean jacket. Roll a blunt. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. maybe he's kind of anti-drug on this album. Roll a blunt, but don't let Nancy see you. Right. How are you anti-drug and have Willie Nelson on your it fucking? It doesn't make it, that's the, you know. And it, you know man. what? He's on the song that's anti-drug. Is he really? Yes, he is. <laughs> so maybe it was a little bit of a character i don't know i don't know i don't know man you still shouldn't say shit like that especially in an era where aids was wreaking havoc on the country but yeah, we can yeah. talk about that no not talk. that i meant the anti-drug song maybe that was a bit of a character well yeah it went along with the everything else that ronnie and nancy were, were hey man those were time. those were old ways they were old ways yeah, oh i get it now yeah see <laughs> Well, fuck that. Let's just move on to Landing on Water. We've already discussed Old Let's Ways. Let's Landing on Water two more times. Yeah, two more times, and then I'll just shoot myself in the mouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, and actually, next week, we'll have a new president or, or yeah, four maybe. more years of the same one. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, isn't that weird to think about? Cause it probably won't be decided by the time you do the episode. Yeah, I doubt it. They probably won't decide until. Oh, that's weird. Probably. Really? weird, yeah. yeah. I they probably won't it. decide until Harvest Moon. Although with, with <laughs> all the early voting, who knows? Like honestly, yeah, yeah. I voted. Yeah. If those votes well, get counted, I don't know all the the ballot burning. Yeah, who yeah. knows? <laughs> Jesus, man, we're, we're in wild times. Wild times. Thank God you got the Long May You Young podcast to get you through it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.